I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Good evening, Patrick. Good evening, Sammy Joe. It's me, Pat. <laughs> Are you ready to go full throttle on this podcast? Ready to go full throttle with you. <laughs> yeah, That's a throwback, huh? That's a throwback. We're referencing a uh, very famous clip of which you should all YouTube search. Just type in, good morning, Julia. And... Uh, Go down that and rabbit hole. Just <laughs> figure it have out. A blessed, have a blessed day. <laughs> have a blessed day. Because that's all you need to do to have one. Yeah. Is, that uh, is. Sometimes a good YouTube rabbit hole is kind of all you need. Like that's what yeah. the doctor should prescribe sometimes. I think I think you're right about that. I think you're on to something. Ooh, hear me out. Okay. What if, I Sammy always do. Joe? What if? What if? Your hair we, looks great. Thank you. You're we welcome. S- we started a... Yours looks pretty good, too. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Pretty great. <laughs> uh, what if we started a practice, okay? A new practice, and it's very cutting edge, and uh-huh. all we do is prescribe you different internet content to... For uh, your woes. For your woes or whatever is ailing you. Maybe you're yeah. feeling... Maybe you're feeling just... Um, a little jealous about the person who just got a promotion over mm-hmm. you at work, okay? Yeah. And we prescribe you like a corgi on a swing or something. I don't know. We would have to build oh, up yeah. the- <laughs> Yeah, I was, right? I was like, wait, is he going to have a really good like answer to this? <laughs> yeah, a corgi on a swing would probably fix it, you know? Corgi anything fixes it. Sure. But anything. specifically on a swing, I think, yeah. would help that because it just puts you in a better place, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'd have to build up the roster of content, you know, mm-hmm. and then be able to pull from it. Have you ever seen the video of the corgi being babysat by a Jewish grandpa? Um, It sounds familiar, but... I might have sent it to you because okay. this had me dying. Most likely I have seen it then because it sounds yeah. very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. It's ju- I, I actually keep it open on my phone. Like it's one of my... You know, it's one, it's one of, of my open tabs, tabs in my browser Always. so that if I ever just need it, I can go back there and just Quick like ref. this wholesome Jewish grandpa and, and you know, his like grandkids dog. Yeah. It's just, it's just, stuff, it's huh? just so wonderful and right. sweet. So we can add that crazy. to our practice as one of our yeah. reference materials. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's something there. Okay. That'll okay. be next project. All right. Anyways, Pat prescribes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Net net scribes. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We don't have time to market all this, you know. No, I know. We got to. We'll, we'll workshop. <laughs> we got to get down bit. to business. We workshopped this idea for a long time before it happened. You know, right. that's just how it goes sometimes. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, welcome everybody to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. This is episode one hundred and one. As in the number of Dalmatians in the Disney movie. Yeah. Is there 101 anything else other than Dalmatians? That's the only thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, that's the only association with 101 that there is? Yeah. Dalmatians? I think so. Hmm. Okay. 
Also, did one dog have 101 dogs in a litter? No. No. Okay. That, it must have been a while since you've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Like Cruella a... de Vil. She collected them, right? She, she collected was, them. She was going to yeah. make a so jacket. There, yeah. So one there jacket, was... 101 dogs for right. one jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It was much needed. She wanted the puppies yeah. because the fur was softer. Is that what it was? Something like that. I don't. I don't. I don't, just don't want to think about it too much. Okay. It is pretty dark. To huh? be honest, for yeah, Disney, it's so dark. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh it my also God. this and many other movies growing up uh, trained me to not trust weird, wacky adults? vans. Well, oh. adults, but also just vans <laughs> that are cruising yeah. down the road. Mm-hmm. There's one in Homeward Bound too. Remember yep. that? You know, blood red van. Yeah. Gonna watch out for those. I know. Then yeah. then my family like had one for a while. <laughs> and imagine trying to coax me to getting into that thing. Yeah. yeah and then I had to drive scary. it. That's the car I learned how to drive on. Wow. Well, once you learn how to drive a big red van, you know. I mean, it was white, but still. Oh, that's such a killer van. We've definitely talked about I know. this. Yeah, we have. <laughs> like killer as in not like, oh, that's killer, but it, like, no, like you're a murderer. A killer resides in this van is what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Like they will pull you in and take your skin After for your life or maybe a before. skin suit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's dark, huh? Wow. We went into a really dark place very quickly. Yeah. It doesn't take long. That doesn't always long. happen. <laughs> But today sometimes, it did. We started we happens. started up real high and now we're yeah. at skin suits. So right. <laughs> skin suits. From zero to skin suits. <laughs> like that. Um uh well, I was on NPR today. Hey, look at that. Look so at my Sammy Joe. She's up. on the radios. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Radio. You were on yeah. NPR, so you were on NPR talking about what? Yeah, so I was on a local NPR station uh-huh. uh, talking about green beauty. So I was talking wow. about my company, Flora Apothecary, how I started it, some tips on, you know, how to make sure you're you're using clean beauty products, and uh, it was pretty cool. Nice. Got a couple of orders already, Woo! so that that was really nice. That's very nice. Yeah, that's great. Well, congrats on being on the real radio. Thanks, As opposed friend. to this old pod cart, this dusty old <laughs> cart that we got here. Yeah. Yeah. But you're on the real thing, so. I was. It was. I bet you felt weird. trained though, because you I know, did. You I do this all the time. I felt a little bit like they were like, "Oh, your audio sounds great," and I'm like, Pfft, "You're like, please. please, I do this professionally." Yeah, I didn't yeah. even use this mic. What? I know. I just use my regular old. Oh, I don't. No. I. I don't know if I could have because it was recorded on Zoom, so I don't even. I guess you probably could yeah, change you your, microso- your microphone yeah, settings. You just yeah, just change it, change it over. I didn't even think about that. Uh, oh well. I would have sound so clear, like yeah. I would have sound the clearest, and they would have been like, "Who is this?" Well, that's for next time. Who's you this know? bitch coming in here with her shiny pink <laughs> microphone? <laughs> yeah, tell them what's up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, congrats. That's very cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. How 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 are you? What what you do this week? Uh, was anything on, fun? Yeah, I was on the t- t- I was on the TV. I was somebody. Wow. Put me on a TV show. Is uh we uh like Wheel of Fortune. 
Wow. Yeah. Did you win anything? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like when multi- am I going to see this episode? It, uh, they said, oh, we got to shelve this one because it's too good for some reason. I wow. just heard it on my way out, though. Like Pat Sajak was walking they me out. They're like, we can't let people know how much he won. He's like, he's like, he, what are you, some kind of kid genius or something? And I was like, look, Pat, you know, <laughs> I wish I could tell you all the secrets. To, his name was also Pat? Oh, Pat Sajak. He's the oh, host right, of the show. Oh, right, Pat Sajak. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Mr. Sajak. And he's like, please, just call me Pat. And I was like, huh. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Pat, two Pats. Two Pats two don't pats make a right. A <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty cool. I was on that. And, uh, huh, won most of the money, you know? And they gave it to me in cash. So, what are you doing with it? Buying stuff. Scrooge bought, McDuckin? Bought a you gonna roller coaster. Dive into a pool? Already did that. Then I scooped it up and went and bought something elaborate and stupid cool roller coaster so when are you gonna send me a picture of that uh i sent it to you but it's in snail mail mail's weird up here so (laughs) you'll get it someday maybe we'll see yeah but other than that compete with me we're friends (laughs) other than that things are pretty normal (laughs) things are pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) so uh you bought a roller coaster, but your wife is still cutting your hair, right? Yeah. Well, save on yeah. money. She she just does it. No, she just does a great, great, great way. <laughs> yeah. It does look really good. So uh, kudos, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. No she, way I would ever trust myself to cut Dave's hair. No. Although now he's you know he just shaves it, buzzes oh, it. Oh right. So yeah. I still wouldn't trust myself to do that. Yeah. He asked he goes, me to fix it for him, and I get scared. He goes full bald eagle now. Yeah, full throttle full throttle <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> all right well, what are we oh hey uh oh, two hey. things yeah next week is a buffy only episode Woo! that's got me excited and um when i went to rewatch today yes it has a countdown again what on hulu yeah so i think it's Drama. probably for real for real gonna be leaving what get out of town so you better when, find when's something. What's the date? It's, it was 13 days from today. 13 days? That's so ominous. I know. I don't like it. Well, I think it was 14 yesterday. And I, I was can't... like, I don't know if I believe this. So then I waited and I checked it today and it said 13. What is this? Huh? And I tried to do some Google searching, but yeah. to all, I found was, all I found was from the stuff that was from a month ago when we... You know, when this whole this drama happening. went down uh, round one. Yeah. Now we have so to relive this maybe drama is, all over maybe again? Maybe it is going to be just moving to Disney Plus. I'm not sure. Hmm. Maybe that intern will kick it back into gear again. Maybe. Move it out again. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, well, thanks for the heads up. Yeah. Might have to purchase Buffy. <laughs> I know you really wanted to, though. <laughs> I don't think so. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do to keep this podcast moving, chugging along, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can check. Have you ever had Disney Plus? Uh, Yeah, I got Disney Plus. Oh, you do have it? Yeah. Yeah, so check it because- I'll check it. We canceled our subscription. Yeah. So I couldn't check for you. But when Mm. when I searched, like, where to stream Buffy, it came up again. Oh, all right. So- Well, I might be safe then. Yeah, so you go ahead and check that. Oh, I'm going to check it. Do you want to just check it now? No. Okay. All right. Well, what do you say there, Sammy Joe? I say 
Let's get, get in, in to, to Buffy. Buffy. All right, this week we watched season six, episode six of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, (laughs) All the Way. All the Way, not to be confused with Jingle All the Way. No, this is not a Jingle All the Way situation. It is not. Mostly because it's Halloween and not Christmas. It's a great movie. Which one? Jingle All the Way? Yeah. Is that the one with- uh... Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad? Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> I want a Turbo Man. It's Turbo Time. It's great. Yeah. Absolutely great. I have it on Blu-ray. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't think that anyone really should own that movie, but I'm not surprised about? that you it's do. It's a classic. And that you do on Blu-ray. It's a classic. <laughs> All right. So this Episode originally aired October 30th, 2001, Halloween special, written by Stephen S. DeKnight and Rebecca Kirshner, and directed by David Solomon. Your predictions? Yes. Giles is definitely leaving. I don't think he's going to die. He will have to leave, and it will be the Buffy-only episode, so next week. But you said that you didn't know how. Yes. Or, like, why. You okay. Mm-hmm. The nerd squad, you called them... They're called the trio. Uh, are trifling with power they don't understand. They are going to accidentally conjure something out of their wheelhouse that they won't be able to handle. And they'll have to bow down to Buffy and have her take the reins, but they will help out and Jonathan will have his hero moment. Okay. You really have quite rambly predictions. <laughs> I think you pull them out of me, you know? I Yeah. I, You're just kind of yeah, like, yeah, what else? And I'm like, well. <laughs> I don't know. And then I just yeah, keep I rambling. Uh, And then you said that somebody is going to die in the Buffy-only episode, maybe Faith. (laughs) Okay, that's left field. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, well, that's what you said. I want to apologize on behalf of past me for that one. (laughs) Okay, well, hey, who knows? Who knows? You never know. It's hard to predict Buffy. Don't have faith in that one. (laughs) All right, so... It's Halloween, and the magic box is all abuzz. Mm, uh, the shop is filled with customers. They've got a banner hanging that says Halloween Bonanza <laughs> with the letters spelled out in skeleton-like paper bones. Sure. <laughs> Anya's rocking short shorts, Farrah Fawcett hair, and roller skates. Yeah, I thought she was a roller girl from Boogie Nights for a second. Uh, no, but, you know, close-ish. Yeah. Uh, Xander is not impressing the children with his pirate costume. <laughs> He's really giving it his all, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or his R. Ah, uh, that's funny. Ew. And the kids are like, you're not a real pirate. Um, <laughs> you sound pretty authentic. Authentic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. It's too much. Oh, boy. Too much. Um, and Giles is wearing wizard robes. Dawn, who's way too cool for costumes, asks Anya what she's supposed to be. And Anya says an angel. And Dawn is like, shouldn't you have wings? And Anya replies, oh, no, this is a special kind of angel called a Charlie. We don't have wings. We just skate around with perfect hair fighting crime. (laughs) Charlie angel. 
Yeah. <laughs> then she says that Xander is going to teach her a new game after work called Shiver Me Timbers. <laughs> and thankfully, Tara shows up just in time to uh, take Dawn out of that awkward conversation. Mm. And um, kind of she like sends her over to Willow. And Anya says, how about you? You ever play Shiver Me Timbers? And Tara says, I'm not really much for the timber. <laughs> right. Uh, fun times. <laughs> Willow is giving a piece of her mind to a woman dressed as a stereotypical witch. You know, the green skin, warts, the whole yeah. thing. When yeah. Dawn arrives and Willow rants to her, if I see one more idiot that thinks witches are all hairy moles and rotted teeth, and then a little girl says, excuse me, do you have any candy corn? <laughs> the most adorable little witchkin you ever yeah. did see. She it's very cute. She looked very familiar cute. too. I don't know from what, but I kind of thought like she looked like a friend of ours, like baby version of a friend of ours. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, can <laughs> okay, see I was that. like, this is I weird. Totally Not that, that I knew her from being that little, but yeah. I was I've like seen from photos. photos I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I thought she looked familiar. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right on that one. Um, and what's funny is in the transcript that I used, it calls her witchy poo. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, so Willow, of course, cannot help being charmed by this little cutie and leads her away to get candy while Dawn swipes a large gold coin with a dragon on it from the table. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, kind of looks like a couple a, times now. Looks like a cool pog slammer, you know? Yeah, <laughs> we've definitely talked about pogs before. <laughs> pogs, pogs were all the rage '94 yeah, when I had definitely. Them. Yeah, and then yeah, you get the cool slammer. Yep. Yeah. What was your I had slammer? This really, I don't know. <laughs> I think I had a couple of them. Yeah, yours probably had a unicorn on it. It probably was pink. Yeah. You know, or like mm -hmm. a rainbow color or something glitter. like that. Some glitter. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Very feminine. Yeah. I think mine had ashamed. a skull with a snake going through it. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> like the dark mark? Yeah, kind of like that. Oh, my God, Pat. I know. I'm not Such even a fan a of snakes, soul. but, uh, you know, I pretended to be a fan because it yeah. was badass pop. You were trying slammer. to get over your, you're not even a fan of snakes. You're Not like the even. complete opposite. Okay? Yeah. They're terrifying. I'm anti fan. You. Wait, so here's a question. Yeah. Did you perform really well with this slammer? <laughs> I like, didn't did... know. Honestly, I didn't know how to play pogs. Okay. I don't think I ever successfully played a round of pogs. It was mm -hmm. all about collecting and showing off my slammer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I knew there Maybe was something like- Maybe that's where like, it all went wrong for you, you know? Yeah. Well, it was a whole thing to like collect and you were proud of your pogs and- Oh, you, yeah. You didn't want to lose them, you know? I remember They're there was this shop downtown uh, that was like, kind of had like artsy crafty stuff, but it was also sort of like a thrift store. I don't know. They just had all kinds of stuff and they would have this giant like- not a bowl, but just like a vase kind of a thing. Yeah. With like tons of pogs in them. Oh, man. And they, and they had slammers and pogs, and they were like, you know, 20 for a dollar or something crazy yeah. like that. And I remember every time I would just go and like grab a handful. That's awesome. 
and like that's the best and be like dad this is what i want <laughs> give me a dollar yeah. dad it's really smart uh Two whoever came dollars. up with pogs <laughs> two dollars whoever came up with pogs was, was using their uh using their brain yeah but because... you couldn't play them like if it was raining you know right i know then but then the... you just got to buy more pogs that's true yeah and it's like all it is is little cardboard pieces graphics yeah whatever happened to them i think people figured out that they were just little cardboard pieces the graphics on them <laughs> <laughs> i mean all checkers is are little plastic pieces yeah so. i guess the game wasn't scintillating enough to capture everybody's attention yeah you know? it wasn't like uh, let's bring the... back pogs well i think we gotta have a new twist on it you know mm-hmm. maybe that'll be part of our practice okay yeah you know you come in we play a round of pogs <laughs> you take a pog with you Mm-hmm. And on that pog is the link to whatever. Oh. You know. Yeah. A, Q- side, a little QR code. Little QR code. Yeah. Wow. QR pogs. Yeah. This is great. I know. This is a think tank. This podcast. That's this all it really is, is. Really. You know. <laughs> think tank for great ideas. Definitely <laughs> the best ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, shall we get back to Buffy? I guess. All right. So yeah, Don swipes a pog. Uh, slammer and uh, Anya tells Buffy who is also not in costume to get more mandrake root from the basement so she heads down there where she bumps into Spike who's stealing burba weed which he says he likes to stir into his blood to make it all hot and spicy it's gross first That's of all gross. isn't mandrake root the thing that screams in uh, Harry yes. Potter mm-hmm. it's the same thing it is correct is that a real thing is mandrake yes ru- mandrakes is. are a real plant but it doesn't scream obviously well. Well, what? Well, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't scream, Just Sammy have to Joe. Find out for yourself. Don't you be lying to me, Sammy Joe? I'll believe Just it. Just gonna have to look it up. All right. Does what Hogwarts house are you? Ravenclaw. Of course. Okay. Yeah, I bleed green, Sammy Joe. Or is it maroon? No, it's green. Dark green. Dark blue. It's one of those. <laughs> 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 Ravenclaw is blue. <laughs> blue. All right, there you Slytherin's go. Slytherin's green. Okay. Gryffindor's red. And Hufflepuff, which you neglected to mention because everybody just shoves Hufflepuff into a corner. <laughs> we shove them all into lockers. Yellow. Us Ravenclaws, you know. We're, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're cool. I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, clearly. And I'm proud. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Buffy tells Spike that she's there only as a one-time deal to help out. And he helps her find the mandrake root, which isn't screaming. And then he asks, feel like a bit of the rough and tumble? And Buffy's like, what? Huh? And Spike's like, me, you. She stares at him, still shocked, because she thinks that he's talking about yeah. something else. Enough with the tension. All right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah? Well, what's this all about? Why do we got to keep bringing this up? I thought we were past this. Yeah, but then they- she came back. It came to a fever pitch, and then it went away, and now she's back, and now it's like, oh, maybe we connect even more now, because oh, she went over to know. the dark side. Do you want to make a prediction about that? Nah, I'm done predicting about that. I retired my predictions about uh, Buffy. And, Spike and Buffy. Yeah, I'm just Spuffy. done. Spuffy. I'm done with As Spuffy. As the shippers will call them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, And then, yeah, so she's like just staring at him and he says patrolling hello 
And Buffy finally gets it, but says that she's going to stay at the shop. And Spike leaves saying, it's not like I don't have a, I don't already have plans. Great pumpkins on in 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the char- Charlie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's got to watch Charlie Brown. Some traditions never die. No. Even if you're dead or undead in this right. case. Mm-hmm. So Buffy heads back up and Anya tells her to help Giles, who sent Xander away because he kept poking him with his fake hook. <laughs> and he says, I sent him over to Charmed Objects. With any luck, he'll poke the wrong one and end up in an alternate dimension inhabited by a 50-foot Giles that squishes annoying teeny pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy says that maybe she should go patrolling with Spike, but Giles reminds her that demons take the night off on Halloween, and so should she. Yeah. We cut outside, and we follow an elderly man mm. carrying a grocery bag yeah. and humming Pop Goes the Weasel. Right, I know. (laughs) He enters his home, (laughs) goes into the kitchen where he kind of sniffs a pot. Mm. Then he looks out his shades and he sings, blinds. (laughs) (laughs) And he sings, happy Halloween, give you something special this year. And he takes out a big old chopping knife kind of test the blade with his thumb sure i gotta check make sure it's still sharp you know and then we get the intro yeah what do you think of this guy pat oh i like him sammy joe <laughs> I bet you do. i love this guy <laughs> pop goes the weasel man oh yeah, yeah. he's I had cool a feeling, beans i had a feeling you'd like this guy this guy he he's and i cool could vest. play cribbage together okay oh i bet you could yeah and we'll get into it later but I would eat his treats. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> Back from the intro, the magic box is closed. Everyone is pooped except for Anya, who's cheerfully counting money. Giles gets up to clean and Willow says, or I could whip up a jaunty self-cleaning incantation. It'll be like Fantasia. And Giles says, we all know how splendidly that worked out for Mickey. And he gives Willow a broom and a dustpan. And she says, I think I'm a little more adept than a cartoon mouse. Anya is showing Dawn the dance she does every night when she closes out the register as Xander looks on and says to Buffy, I'm going to marry that girl. Yeah. And then he goes over to Anya and finally announces their engagement. I mean, there's no better time than after a great day of business for Anya. When she is... On a real high from right. all that money that she is so, counting. All downhill from here after this one. This is <laughs> as happy as she gets. I mean, I would imagine Halloween is probably the uh, prime time for a magic shop like this. It is oh, for sure. Salem. Yeah. You know, people go crazy in Salem and around yeah, Halloween. Yeah, I know. It's bonkers over there. Yeah. So Buffy says, did you know about this? To Giles. And Giles says, no, unless I blocked it from my memory. And he looks over at Xander and Anya, who are making out real hard. He says, much as I will Xander's vigorous use of his tongue. And he removes his glasses and begins to clean them. And Buffy looks at him and says, is that why you're always cleaning your glasses? So you don't have to see what we're doing? (laughs) <laughs> and Giles says, tell no one and puts them back on. <laughs> you know what's funny, Sammy Joe, is sometimes yeah. if I'm in a meeting and, you know, things are just going rough, you know, yeah. maybe the person you're looking at, you're just like, oh boy, you know, they're spinning out of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, 
ah, uh, this is hard to look at, you know, kind of like one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I unfocus my eyes. I will, bl- I will blur them right out and I'll still be really looking at you. Yeah. Just right, right in the face. Like you do but a magic eye. But I cannot eye. see you. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> see you. I go full blur and it's a skill and I'm very yeah. proud of it. And uh, it's very helpful sometimes. But are you still paying attention? Like, Somewhat. do you still know what's going on? Or are you, cause like, I feel like I can do that, but I'm, my, my brain is also dazed. Yeah. No, that's part of the, part of the trick. Yeah. Okay. I, so you're I go just like, like I'm shutting down now. Yeah. It's just like, you know, and just kind of focus, unfocus, just let it go for a little bit, you know? Yeah. But I'll still nod. <laughs> I'll give you a nod every once in a while. Okay. You know? Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good skill. <laughs> I think everybody should practice that. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's so, yeah, that's basically what Giles is doing, unfocusing his eyes by taking off his glasses. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then uh, Buffy says in a serious tone that they have to do something about this, and we smash cut to an impromptu engagement party at the Summers Rosenberg McClay house. Buffy apologizes for the lack of decoration, but Willow says an incantation, and the shimmer kind of goes throughout the room and as it goes around, the room becomes decorated with paper lanterns and streamers. And Anya hugs Willow as Giles and Tara exchange disapproving looks mm-hmm. behind them. Yeah. Moments later in the kitchen, Tara asks Willow why she used magic when they could have decorated naturally. And we're going to do some lines. Okay. Would you like to be Willow or Tara? I'll be Tara. So I'll be Willow. Okay. Well... You can fight monsters naturally with sticks and stones. Don't recommend it, though. It's different. How? Because you're protecting people, keeping them from being hurt. Which makes them happy. Like pretty decorations made Anya happy. (sighs) It's not the point, Will. Why are you being like this? This isn't about me. This is so about you. You're always coming down on me for, for doing magic that couldn't harm a fly. What's your problem? Willow... I I just wish that you would stop and think about what you're... And she stops when Dawn enters the room and Willow says they're done and rejoins the party. Mm, going Yikes. down that dark Willow road. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is this is building, building momentum. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of your predictions. Unleash the dark Willow. It's coming. Oh, wow. That's right. We all love Dark Willow. Do we? Yeah. It's <laughs> like Vampire Willow? Yeah. It's yeah, great. we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then Dawn uh, also rejoins the party, and then she starts to leave, reminding Buffy that she's sleeping over her friend Janice's. What'd uh, you call and her? Buffy, Janice. Oh, okay. Janice's house. Her friend Janice's okay. house. Janice. Did you think it was Janet? No, it sounded like you said Janus. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Buffy initially tries to stop Don and then she asks Giles what he thinks and he says it's not up to him. So Don says, come on, it's four blocks away. I'll walk straight over. Not like I'm going to be roaming the streets. Please cut to Don walking down the street. Roaming the streets. Nighttime. 
Unbelievable. And then she cuts down a dark alley like an idiot. Of course. Idiot. <sighs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she hears a noise and then arms herself with a piece of wood, which she should have had from the beginning of now, this. she is a fan of timber. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In this very obvious, not at all sexual way. Yes, obviously. Uh, and then, yeah, so she hears this sound, but it's just a couple making out. And the girl calls Dawn a perv. <laughs> and <laughs> Dawn backs away into, ah, Janice. Oh, Janice. Dawn asks where they're meeting. Damn it, and Janice. Da- I know. I wanted to say that, but it's damn it, Janet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> also, look at you qu- quoting Rocky Horror. <laughs> damn I know. it, What's Janet. come over me? <laughs> uh, the Halloween, you know, right. just mm-hmm. general Halloween vibes of right. awesomeness. Mm, wouldn't mm. go that far. Dawn asks where they're meeting, and Janice says, the park. That's where all the monsters gather on Halloween. I got to tell like, you, these, like Janice. these teens are all, okay? Oh, yeah. They, obviously. They were the worst. It's okay? bad news. Bad news. But it's also a lot of teens are bad news, you know? Yeah. Just no, from... but I just mean the acting also. Is... Oh, you don't like their acting choices? I mean, I think they're okay, but I'm just like, God, I hope I wasn't this annoying as a teenager. Uh, but I think news probably flash, I was. You were. And I was too. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, back to myself right. as a teenager. I'm like, oh, oh God. Cringe. Hard cringe. You start punching <laughs> yourself. What was I thinking? I know. And you're like, oh, the, the dumb things that I did to try to impress people. <laughs> yeah. I know. Mm. Uh, so then we cut to some hooligans. Hooligans. Street youths hanging out in the park. Three youths? One broy bro named Zach on a swing. A jock dude named Justin wearing a Letterman jacket. Uh, he throws a beer can at Zach. <laughs> you don't I like the Letterman about, jacket? That's how I felt about jocks, okay? <laughs> I was yeah. looking, I was like trying to look at these guys objectively, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I, I know obje- Zach's, Zach's kind of funny looking, but like, you know, I'm <laughs> like, okay, Justin. Looking. Justin's like, yeah, he's okay, yeah, you know, but like, I just, a... I was not into jocks. There yeah. was a really good looking jock guy that kind of looked a lot like Justin Yeah. Uh, in, in my grade, who was in a lot of my classes. Um, and I just, I just had n- a nothing, nothing yeah. for him. I didn't, that's just not what I was into. Yeah. You know? Right. I, I get it. I understand the appeal, but... You got that shallow howl condition, you know, where you just no. see people for who they are. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I actually see people for who they are? Yeah, that's like how shallow howl was, right? See, well, like, you know, the beauty's on the inside, but he sees yeah. it on the outside, you know? Right. <laughs> I think that, yeah, but I don't I think 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 that movie's that. canceled. I don't think that movie works anymore. No, I don't think it does either. Um, <laughs> I don't think I had that. I think I just had preferences that were not jock. Yeah. You just, you preferred personality over no, I, macho I still, looks. I still wanted, I still wanted someone to look good, but <laughs> I didn't need them to be macho. You, I was into- Yeah. You had a different you know, kind of look. You liked yeah. Seth Green- you I like liked, Seth uh, Green. I like Skater Boys. I Johnny liked Depp, Mysterious Depp. Pirates. You know, right? I was very into Mysterious Pirates. <laughs> mysterious Pirates. Any guy with eyeliner, basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
guy serve liner it pant. up guy liner <laughs> no, i don't Sammy think anyone Likey. was wearing guy liner in my school just all your crushes <laughs> except for all of my crushes <laughs> Guy liner and a guitar. That's all I need, baby. That's it. That's That's my uh, sixth, seventh uh, memoir, whichever number we're up to at this point. Guy liner, guitar, Guy liners and guitars. (laughs) And then parentheses. (laughs) A story of my teen years. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. In parentheses what? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. The story of my teen years. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, a guy with a boombox and two girls is also like sitting around. Dawn and Janice approach. Zach hugs Janice and calls her baby. And Justin (laughs) introduces himself to (laughs) Dawn. (laughs) Gross. This guy's gross. Gross alert. The third boy and the two girls leave. So and now it's just the four of them. Janice asks what they want to do. And then we get a literal smash cut to Zach throwing eggs at a house as Justin lets air out of a tire. Just super casual. Like, they never do that anymore because eggs are so expensive now. I know. It's like nine bucks for a dozen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Ain't no high schoolers paying nine bucks to, for, for a good time. No, no way. Yeah. That is way, that's too rich. Yeah, much too rich. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, the boys run off to cause mischief elsewhere, and the girls follow behind, giggling about the boys. <laughs> so, yeah, Zach kicks these years. Oh, I know. This was a this was kind of an accurate depiction of it, those years. Yeah, I feel like it was the yeah. whole like, oh, do you like him? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're like hanging out, but you're not really hanging out. It's like yeah. you're kind of crossing your arms and walking together with your other friend. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, ugh. you don't really want to walk too close to, like, the right. guys because you're, like, I'm and so And you're also cool kind of not like, with them. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very weird so and transactional. Weird. And it just... definitely felt like Dave and I were both, like, uh, we just yeah. felt so awkward yeah. watching this. Like, Ugh. It's awkward <laughs> Remembering years. those cringy times. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't really feel like, I don't feel like we experienced that in Buffy before. No, you know, I mean, like these. we experienced like Xander trying to find like silly ways to hit on Buffy. Sure, but, like it Boop didn't in with feel... the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, Xander and Willow. Yeah, um, but it didn't feel this awkward. Right. This is also like just like, you know, it was like those those times when you're when you're being bad. And you're out with the kids you're not supposed to be with. Yeah. That's what makes it extra weird, you know? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. doing the doing the things like that you're- Like trying to fit in, doing Trying to fit stuff. in with weirdos and just, you know, like, you're like, I think I'm cool right now, but- Yeah. Like I really the one time be doing I this. cut school and I was like, oh my God. Right. I did the same thing. I cut school and I was mm-hmm. like, this is so dumb. I'm like, we're not yeah, even like, with these- the point? Like these couple of girls were like, hey, you should skip school with us. And we're like, cool. And then we did it. And then we split ways immediately. And I was like, this is the dumbest mistake I've ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we, I think we cut and like, did we go to McDonald's for lunch or the <laughs> right. mall? Like, I feel like we went to the mall or something. We went to something. a bagels place. Yeah, and I was and like, I was bagels. this is stupid. Yeah, I'm like, what are we doing? And I'm like, I'm a Hufflepuff. This isn't my jam. Yeah, and I, I was go a badass Ravenclaw. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, except Ravenclaws <laughs> like to go to class. What? Really? 
Yeah. I would. I guess I'd be Slytherin, huh? Yeah. Badasses. I think you're like. I think you're probably somewhere between Slytherin and Gryffindor. What do you mean? What's that supposed to mean? Because Gryffindors are like foolhardy, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, I could yeah I could do that. Watch me. <laughs> do stupid stuff. No, I got sorted. I'm a Ravenclaw. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, okay. I got my wits. All right. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Okay. I'm a bird. All right. Mm-hmm. Look, I know nothing about Ravenclaw. <laughs> to be honest with <laughs> well, you. Well, <laughs> you got got all that right. <laughs> yeah. Did I? All right. Cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Where are we? Stupid boys doing stupid stuff. Okay. Yep. Girls are giggling about the boys. Zach kicks a mailbox. Um. Because that's also something you did, I guess, yeah. back then. I never yeah. did that. Destruction of property. Never knew anyone who did that. Nope. Uh, and then he asks Justin what he thinks of Dawn, if he's going to go all the way with her. And he's like, jingle all the way? He's like, no. Stop talking about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Before Justin responds, the girls like close the gap up between them. And Janice asks what they're, when they're going to be done with this juvie crap. And Jack, oh, yeah. Zach says, just one more and stops in front of the old man's house that yeah. we saw earlier in the episode. Does this old man have a uh, name? Do we ever get a name out of this guy? We're going we're gonna to give him a name in a minute. All right, cool. Back at the engagement party, Giles says to Xander, Anya is a wonderful form of vengeance demon. I'm sure you'll spend many years of non-hell dimensional bliss. (laughs) (laughs) Then he asks if Anya is moving in with him and suggests they buy a house. And Xander is looking more and more wigged out by these questions. Hmm. Back to the hoodlums in front of old man Kaltenbach. Kaltenbach? Kaltenbach. Kaltenbach's house. Cotton balls. <laughs> cotton balls. <laughs> yeah, let's say that old man cotton old balls. Old man house. cotton balls. You know how we do. <laughs> Zach dares Janice to smash the pumpkins from his front porch, but Janice is like, ah, I'm not doing that. And Don's like, I'll do it because, like, look how cool I am. Because check so this bad. out. I'm so cool. What do you think of me now, letter boy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's not a letter man. No. Yeah. Right. She nervously walks up the steps, picks up a pumpkin, and then we see a door open behind her and old man cotton balls hand reaches Old man cotton balls. (laughs) I like that so much more. What's the kid doing on my my porch? (laughs) No, he's not the guy from South Park. (laughs) South South Park? Park. It's family guy. Family guy. Family guy. I knew that. Come on in. <laughs> oh, I can do I can do his voice really well too, but I just gotta think of a phrase he says. You gotta add the whistle in. Yeah. Um Would you like some ice cream? <laughs> I, I can do it I can no, it's pretty good. Spot. It's pretty good. It's not <laughs> it's bad. Good. It's okay. Um all right, so old man cotton ball <laughs> grabs <laughs> Dawn's hand. <laughs> And he says, and she like drops a pumpkin and shrieks. And he said, uh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to have you. I feel like you're going to channel him really well. Oh, so I'm just sure. Give you, yeah. It's going to give me, you his lines. Let me take a crack at this old man cotton ball line. Shoot so it on a mess with those. Sometimes they bite. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the hoodlums run over and Zach says, 
don't make me go kung fu on you, man. You know, <laughs> man, he's so fu. cool. So stupid, this guy. Wow. But Cotton Ball, old man Cotton Ball just laughs at him and says, Come on inside, kids. Get something special for you. Daddy's got a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. feel like you gotta be slightly less creepy. Really? I'm dialing in too much old. creep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me bring the creep factor down. I'll go more old, okay? Okay. Come on inside, kids. Got something special for you. Daddy's got a treat. Yeah, I think that's better, yeah? actually. Is that yeah, good? that's really good. Perfect. <laughs> Janice does not want to go inside, but everybody else, you know, she loses that bet. Everybody goes in. So inside Cotton Ball's house, there are toys everywhere, and Zach is playing with a robot. <laughs> and old man Cotton Ball tells him, Used to design them back in 58. Nothing would give me more pleasure than to see a child's face light up when he'd open one of mine on a Christmas or a birthday. I was good. Jeepers, I was the best. And then that thing happened. Now you gotta go dark. One little mistake. And they took it all away from me. They, they took my toys. And he took, takes the robot from <laughs> Zach as he's saying this. <laughs> and he kind of, then he puts the toy down and everyone, you know, kind of looks at him, creeped out. And then he turns around cheerfully now and says, Time for the treats! Who wants to help Daddy in the kitchen? How about you, Sally? <laughs> I think you're a little too Southern, but really? it's okay. Uh, yeah. I kind of like the Southern twist on him. You know, if I were to play him, I would have <laughs> like, been more Southern. Yeah. Got okay. that Southern raw, you know, like molasses. Yeah, that's, not, that's not as creepy. <laughs> he's he's got to ride the line between creepy, nice old man... Okay, yeah. all right. All right, let me try it again. Okay. Time for the treat. Oh, I'm still going southern. Time I know. for the treat. <laughs> now he's dapper. Time for the treats. Time for the treats. <laughs> Who wants to help daddy in the kitchen? How about you, Sally? <laughs> no. I can't get out of the southern. <laughs> yeah. I just picture him as southern. The character in my brain is southern. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. We'll go with it. Time I for mean, the treats. <laughs> yeah, we are calling him it. old man cotton ball. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So then Justin volunteers and he said, you know, I'll give you a hand. And old man cotton ball says. Hands are good. Always use more hands. More hands. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. <laughs> disappeared to the kitchen. Colton Bach, Cotton Ball, humming Pop Goes the Weasel again. Of course, that's his tune. Janice and Dawn suggest getting Justin and just leaving, but Zach wants to wait for the treat. He's turning the crank on the jack in the box. You might as well get the treat. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. So Zach is turning, you know, the the crank on a jack in the box. Yeah. And then it pops out. I thought it was going to be a cat's head or something. It doesn't have a head, Pat. I know, which wasn't as scary. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something very grotesque. Yeah. Like a like a child's hand or something. <laughs> That's my toy. <laughs> and that one mistake happened. That one mistake. And they took happened. it all away. Yeah. 
I think if you make your eyes crazy like that, it'll help you channel crazy. Okay. A more. All right. It's a good note. Okay. <laughs> hands are good. Always use more hands. More hands. Perfect. I don't think we have any more lines actually for him, but that's okay. Oh, uh, so in the kitchen, Mr. Cottonball closes the door and goes over to the counter and we see a pan covered with aluminum foil. He picks up the big knife and then we slowly pan up to his face as he's looking at the knife. And then we see Justin behind him in vamp face. Oh, yeah. Justin puts his hand on Mr. Cottonball's shoulder and he says, boo. Mr. Cottonball turns, sees Justin's face, and reacts with horror. <gasps> yeah. And Justin goes like, <sighs> yeah. He like hisses. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin bites Mr. Cottonball, who knocks over the aluminum foil covered pan, which falls to the floor and reveals that it's homemade Rice Krispie treats with, with little, little pumpkins, pumpkins on it. It's adorable. It's so nice. He and then I fell in love with Mr. Cotton Balls. I know. Like, yeah, was he creepy? Yes. Yes, he was. 100%. What's Did the deal with the Jack in the Box with no head? Pop goes the weasel a little too much at a creepy tune? Yes, he did. Yes. I did don't he think make... you can sing that at a not creepy tune. Did he make a banger Rice Krispie treat with little chocolate or whatever pumpkins on top, sugar pumpkins? Yes, he did. Yeah. Does it outweigh all of those other creepy things? Absolutely, I think so. it does. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Did he say, Daddy has a treat? <laughs> Want to help Daddy in the kitchen? Okay. All right. Yes. Now that you're mentioning that, it's still, <laughs> you know, the treat's still outweighing all the creepiness but overall, but it's eking towards... <laughs> Referring even... to yourself in the third person as daddy. Yeah, you don't say daddy. No. Yeah, don't do not do that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not okay. Especially when you're old man cotton ball. Yes. Yeah. In the okay. living room, the rest of the group hears the pan fall and Dawn jumps up, heads towards the kitchen door, but Justin pops out, vamp face gone, and tells him, let's go. I swiped his wallet when he wasn't looking. And they run out of Cotton Ball's house. The girls running ahead and the boys kind of stop and start walking. And Justin, holding his stomach, turns to Zach and says, dude, that guy was rank. And Zach says, <laughs> bet a spritz of Dawn would wash that right out. So what do you Ugh, think? Gross. Lunchables? Or should we go all the way and turn them? Mm. Lunchables? Did you ever have Lunchables? Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I look back on that and also cringe. <laughs> Where it's like, I'm like, what were those slimy meat circles? Meat circles with a couple Ritz crackers, and you're like, this is a full lunch. <laughs> yep. Two two yeah. slices of cheese. This is well but balanced you can't even for call me. Cheese. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, they're charging you like three dollars a pan for those things. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I could have gotten a whole, you know. Right. Quarter pound of meat for this. Half right. pound, maybe. But no, I got this plastic divider tray of crackers and, quote, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and two grapes. I don't right. know. I feel like, wasn't there always like some kind of fruit? You know what? Maybe not. I think those Lunchables, are only like the... Yeah. I have a theory, Sammy Joe. Okay. Lunchables created all these crazy hipsters who just love their charcuterie boards. Oh, you're right. You grow up on <laughs> Lunchables, 
yep. it just scratches this weird nostalgia itch for you. So hipsters can't stay away from these charcuterie boards. <laughs> and what they don't realize is that it's just Lunchables reimagined. There is a direct correlation <laughs> direct to how correlation. many Lunchables you ate, this, how much you like charcuterie as an adult. This is my TED Talk. Whenever I give one, this is my TED Talk. I'm just so proud that you could say the word charcuterie for once. Oh, right. I forgot that was my bit with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to do uh, some sort of survey with people yeah. and ask, you know, first ask, oh, hey, did you, uh, do you, how much do you like charcuterie? On a scale of one to 10. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then you come back later. To, yeah. So they don't suspect it, you know, like next day. Right. And then you say, hey, did you <laughs> eat Lunchables day. as a kid? They're like, yeah, actually all the time. And you're like, mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, my findings here are accurate. Mm-hmm. You, sir, are a victim of Lunchable charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> big, big charcuterie. Which did is just you, Lunchables. So, okay, did you like Lunchables as a kid? Uh, I don't think we could really afford the Lunchables. Yeah. And you don't eat charcuterie. Do you? I don't eat charcuterie. Exactly. This. This is proven. This is all you need. Thus is proven. Two data points. That's it. It's my TED Talk. Yeah. And I'll call it (laughs) charcuterie. That'll be my (laughs) TED Talk. Yeah. It'll be me pointing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It also kind of sounds like uterine, though. So maybe you <laughs> okay. want to rework that name. <laughs> All right, I'll workshop it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then back at Buffy's house, Anya is already planning the wedding and talking about children as Xander's looking more and more nervous. And Giles says, Rupert is an exceptionally strong name. Anya says, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, if we want our progeny to eat paste and have their lunch money stolen. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Xander and Buffy step outside for a breather. Um, but oh, then Buffy... Oh, you know what's funny? Is when she what? makes fun of the Rupert name. Yeah. Uh, I love Giles's reaction to it. He just kind of like throws his hand up like... like yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go again. Yeah. So yeah. offensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Buffy and Xander step outside just for like a, you know, a bit of fresh air. And then sure. Buffy leaves to take spike up on his offer to patrol we cut back to dawn walking with justin she tells him that she's a freshman and he gives her cash from cotton ball's wallet (laughs) and he says and so begins your life of crime but dawn tells him that she steals all the time she's so cool pat oh man wow it's amazing so cool she's actually cold so justin gives her his letterman jacket Wow. And they gaze into each other's eyes Ugh, until yeah. Janice comes up and ruins the moment. Oh, and Janice is sucking down a huge glug. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she's got a, she's got like a, uh, oh, like, like a, a big gulp. Like a Slurpee. Yeah, oh, like in her hand. I didn't notice that. <laughs> and it says huge glug on it in like yeah. big block letters. That yeah. was, uh, that was the same thing that Jonathan had one time. Oh, really? A huge Because I think glug? it was, well, I think it's like a playoff of the big gulp. Oh, right. That makes sense. Which was the 7-Eleven thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 40, <laughs> 40 ounces of, of frozen blue drink. Frozen bliss, more like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Janin comes up and is like, where'd Zach go? And Justin says, he went to the car. He's very annoyed. <laughs> and we cut to Zach pulling an unconscious woman out of a car, getting in it and speeding off. Cut to Buffy walking past kids trick-or-treating when an ambulance goes by her. She follows it to the woman that Zach just pulled out of the car, being loaded onto a stretcher, and she can see the gnarly bite mark at the woman's neck. Yuck. She hurries off. Very, very gross bite mark. Yeah. Back at the engagement party, the phone rings and Giles picks up and it's Janice's mom and their jig is up. Janice tells Giles. (laughs) The jig is up. That Janice had told her that she was staying at Dawn's and Dawn was staying at Janice's, you know, that old chestnut. Mm-hmm. He tells Janice's mom that he'll let her know if he hears anything. Then he hangs up, heads into the living room where Willow, Xander, and Anya are dancing and Tara is moping on the couch. And Giles turns off the music and says that, you know, tells him the classic teen lie and asks where Buffy is. And Xander tells him that she went to patrol. Giles says, well, it's nice to be kept in the loop. Xander, Anya, you stay here in case Mrs. Penshaw calls again. Willow, Tara, you check downtown. I'll swing by Spike's see if I can catch Buffy. And he leaves. We cut to Zach's stolen car parked in the forest makeout spot. Oh, he and boy. Janice get out of the car and he says, don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> Janice kisses him and says, you're it. Then runs off into the forest. And Zach says, I love it when they run. And morphs into (laughs) vamp face and runs after her. Oh boy, it's not good. Inside the car, Dawn awkwardly tries to make conversation with super cool Justin, who's just like so cool. He's like leaning back and he's just like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Cool doesn't bother me anyway. (laughs) Do-do-do. Is that frozen? Yeah, because he says the cold doesn't bother me. So when when he said that, I looked uh, yeah. at Dave and I was like, do-do-do. <laughs> Don asks him what he expects, which I was like, you know what? Good for you, Don. Good for you for not just like making out with this dude and like letting him lead. She's like, what, what do you expect from this? You know, like I was proud of her for that. Okay. And Justin says, I just want to taste you, which, you know. It's gross. Gross, okay? Yeah. Just whatever the context. Excuse me, sir. Not good. Nope. Nope. That's Nope. You can't that's do that. No. That's, Goodbye. That is not that's when suave you get talk. out of the car. Okay. And if you, you wanted just... a suave talk, you say something else. A little bit yeah. more elegant. Mm-hmm. A little more like, eloquent. Like what? You say something like, I don't know, just, yeah. Look, I don't have any game, okay, Sammy Joe? <laughs> I was just really hoping to get a line out of you. <laughs> oh, man. It put me but on you, blast. you know it's not that. You definitely don't say that, what he said. I can't even well, repeat uh, it. Well, uh, what? Um, what would you say let's if you unpack were a cool guy? This, okay, let's unpack this. Have we, have we talked about first kisses on this podcast? I don't know oh, if we have. I don't have. know. I don't know about that. All right, so let me tell you what was oh, said boy. to me okay? oh boy yeah what worked on you let's okay, hear it he, this is what we're, well well you can i think you'd be the judge of if it oh, worked yeah. or not okay okay so i was hanging out kind of similar situation i'm pretty sure there was like car? me a female friend uh-huh. the guy that i was into and another guy that she was into so a kind of a similar situation okay 
And my dad, I think we had gone to movie or something, and my dad was picking me up after. Yeah. Oh wait, is this give us a kiss? Yes. Oh, okay, so I did talk yeah, about that. Yeah, you did that. tell me this. I yeah, love this. So, <laughs> yeah, so he so I like hugged him, you know, hug everyone. I'm a hugger, right? So I'm hugging everyone. Sure. And then I hug him, I pull away, and then he's like, "Give us a kiss." Oh, and I gosh. kissed him like really quick on the lips and just like ran away. <laughs> <laughs> give us a I kiss. That was my first kiss and oh, it's like wow. You know, because like so anytime I had been kissed at before that, it was like family peck on the cheek, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. that's all I knew. Sure. And I ran away and I got in the car with my dad. Yeah. And thankfully it was nighttime so he couldn't see the like tomato face that I had going on. <laughs> tomato face? What's that? <laughs> it's like, you know, because I was bright red. Oh, okay. I got you. Lobster yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> what about me? What was yours? What was uh, your first kiss like? You know, it was cool. It was so cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, what'd you say? Uh, <laughs> boy, it's so uncomfortable. I know. Uh, I think I was kind of like not forced into it, but because, you know, I didn't have game. Still don't mm-hmm. have game. Sure. Neither it was kind of like one of those things where it was like supposed to happen like at least five to ten minutes ago. But oh, just no. keep dancing around it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, I think she was kind of like, all right, I'm going to kiss you now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sammy Joe, uh-huh. we bumped teeth. Oh, yeah. No. Had no idea what we were doing. So oh, embarrassing. That's so, the worst. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple takes to get it right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, uh-huh. what was the situation? Were you like at a school dance or something? Oh, I no, know you said dancing around it, so I just I would just this imagine that you're school. actually dancing in a private residence on a bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, on a right. bed and everything. Sure. Yeah, but we can't get past <laughs> the jokey jokes, can we? No, we can't. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, this hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it hurts. (laughs) Well, at least neither of us got the "I just want to taste you" line. Oh God, because that would have been vomit city. Thank God I didn't say that. Yeah. You know. Ugh. Oof. I'd have been like, you know what? (laughs) Let's just pretend we never talk to each other ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he leans towards her and they kiss and it looks awful and awkward just as ours probably did. And then we get yeah. a commercial break and then we come back and there's still awkward kissing and it kind of looks like Dawn's trying to eat Justin's face. She pulls back and says, shiver me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> And Justin's like, what? <laughs> and then he realizes that that was Dawn's first kiss. But then I was like, was she thinking of Xander because of the whole pirate thing earlier? Yes. You know? And I know she's had a thing for Xander in the past. Oh, I don't know if she was like thinking of Xander in that <laughs> moment, know. but like. It crossed her brain. Something happened. Yeah. Something crossed wires there. Yeah. Definitely. <sighs> Yuck. Shiver me timbers indeed. <laughs> 
Um, yes. So yeah, Dawn is very nervous and babbly about how awful, you know, her kissing was. But Justin says that it was perfect and they go back to making out. Um, cut to Willow and Tara entering the bronze. They pass a couple grinding up on each other, dressed as Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Oh, and yeah. Willow this says, <laughs> Willow says, do they know their brother and sister? <laughs> <laughs> it's two episodes in a row where we got Skywalker references. Or I Star know, Wars references. Star Wars references. I yeah. knew you'd like that. <clears throat> sure. Tara asks Willow if Dawn would actually be there. And Willow says that it's where she would be at Dawn's age. And they head up to the balcony to get like a better look for her. But there's too many people. So Tara suggests that they ask security, but Willow says that'll take too long, and she starts an incantation. Tara stops her and asks what she's doing, and Willow says that she's going to shift everyone who isn't a 15-year-old girl into an alternate dimension. And Tara's horrified at this, but Willow says that it's only going to be for a fraction of a second, and they won't even notice. And Tara asks, you know, what if something goes wrong? What would Giles say? And then Willow says, Sukkot. And what? the crowd she says, succut. "What? Succut? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> okay." The it's crowd noises all go away. <laughs> I wrote, "She uh, says Scott," but that's nope. not right. That's not right. It's suck it. <laughs> it's clearly Steve that she says. Ah, uh, good one. Did I tell you? <laughs> Okay, I really liked this, but nobody else got it except for Dave. Okay. So my sister is dating a new guy, and his sure. name is Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's hard for me to remember because of the whole Scott Steve thing. Yeah. So the first time I met him, I he like you know I shook his hand and I was like Scott Steve Scott and he was like <laughs> Scott and I was like Steve. And then he was like, Scott, <laughs> he probably just thought I was stupid or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a lost joke. And he was like, okay. He's like, and then, okay. <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and then, uh, and then like Dave thankfully was there and got it and, and like laughed at it. Um, and then I was like, like, sorry. Did she just reference the 2004 TV ABC drama? Yep. You bet I did. She sure did. Okay. <laughs> She's real cool. <laughs> she is pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like the only interaction I had with him. <laughs> really good, I good thought impression. it was funny. Good impression. <laughs> uh, whatever. You know what? Listen. You should tell I him am, to. I am, I am who I am, Pat. I, I just am show who I up. Am. I'm myself. Myself. If you can't handle it, then you can't handle it. You can't handle this, okay? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, the Willow says that and the crowd noises go quiet. Yeah, um, that's, that's a neat trick. I would that. Love is that is a neat trick, you know? Because when and I'm in like a crowded area, I can't hear nothing. Can't hear You'd anybody. Love to be able to say "suck it." I would love to just scream out "suck it" and then just <laughs> mute everybody. It would be so helpful, so I could it just concentrate on the person in front of me and actually hear what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do some lines here, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Want to be Tara again, and I'll be Willow. Sure do. Okay. Are you taking his side now? This isn't about sides. You two have been talking about me behind my back. 
No. God. You know what? You know how that makes me feel? Willow, you are using too much magic. What do you want me to do? Just just sit back and keep my mouth shut? Well, that'd be a good start. <sighs> and Tara looks shocked by this. If I didn't love you so damn much, I would. Tara turns and storms away, saying something, and then the crowd noise resumes. She says, Tekalam! Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because I wrote it down. <laughs> that one you got. <laughs> uh, and Willow runs after her. Uh, and then back to Dawn and Justin, still making out. And she says, ow, and then pulls back, which I'm guessing, you know, is like his sharp his sharp teeth nipped at her. Ouch. Justin calls her beautiful, and they resume kissing, because, you know, that's all you need. Oh, sure. Yeah. Dawn's hand slowly, like, moves up Justin's arm, and then to touch his face, which is now vamped. Also, she's the like, camera, the camera, yeah. excuse me, director, little too tight on mm-hmm. this making out, okay? We yeah. could have easily shot this at a very respectable 50 millimeter, but no, we had to go be like right a, up in that business. 125 mil, just right up in that grill. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? I rhymed. Nice. I like it. Yeah. We and got to get ca- your fill. The camera lingers on this kiss. We're really just kind of, you know, it just felt a little much. Yeah. It was a little I, much. I agree. It felt exploitative. And we were grossed out. And we were already feeling awkward. Yeah. It was very awkward. And we were forced to relive all of our own awkward <laughs> first kiss moments. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Some of ours a little more awkward than others. Mm. Well, I don't know. I guess yours is pretty equal. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran. Like, that's just my MO. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I mean, that's basically. exactly the reaction you want after basically it was very similar to the willow and oz first kiss except willow or oz doesn't say give us a kiss willow just goes kisses him and then runs away yeah so actually my life is buffy the (laughs) vampire slayer (laughs) okay a lot of parallels. Uh, I have been warned about using too much magic. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So, yeah. Then, uh, da, 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 da. what are we? What are we doing here? Okay, we cut to Buffy bursting into Spike's crypt. He asks if Giles found her, and then tells her that Giles came looking, came by looking for her because Dawn and her friend pulled a Houdini. Buffy says they have to find her and tosses Spike a crossbow. We cut to Giles walking in a cemetery. There's like fog all over the ground. And he says, Mist, cemetery, Halloween, should end well. He trips on something and falls out of the shot. Then after a moment, reappears back in <laughs> back in frame. And he says, bloody brilliant. He looks around, hears a girl scream, runs off toward it. In the forest, he shines a flashlight on Zach, who's just bit Janice. Giles pushes Zach. He rolls down a hill and Janice says, that jerk bit me. And then Zach reappears and says, like you weren't asking for it. Hello, oh, victim blaming. Geez. Here we go. Giles says, I feel certain she wasn't. And Zach says, what do you know about it, grandpa? 
He swings oh, a punch at Giles, who ducks. You're going to see, Grandpa. You're going right? to see. Okay. Yeah. Time to rip it up. He ducks and tackles Zach around the middle, and he says, quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Tough yeah. talk. Love to they, see it. They tumble down the hill. And then they get up and start trading blows. Giles not doing so well at first, but he rallies. He kicks Zach back into a tree and Mm. falls back onto a stake, dusted. Oh, man, that dusting felt good on a branch. Yeah. Gets it in a branch. Yeah, way way to branch out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Um, There's another one written down here, but it doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I guess I guess he needed to leave. Ooh, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess his bark was worse than his bite. (laughs) (laughs) Giles pulled on his watcher roots for this one. (laughs) What? Well, yeah. Okay. Roots and tree. Sure. That makes sense. Way to really stick it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Stick. Talk about shiver me timbers. Yeah. How about shiver me limbers? Because <laughs> it's a limb. <laughs> All right. I think we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So da, da, da. Giles asked Janice where Dawn is, but she shrugs. She's just like, uh Cut to Dawn <laughs> scrambling out of the car. Justin gets out and says, I thought we could, you know, like hang out or something. And Dawn's like, hang out? And Justin's like, yeah, I mean, you're not like the other girls. You're different. There's Ooh. something special about you. Now I knew this it the first time I saw you. Is way better than. I want to taste you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. This is what he should have led with. Yeah, he should have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I just want to be close to you. Ugh, I'm getting such creepo vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see it's up your spine. I know. I've, I yeah. feel like I've shivered like 10 times and I'm not cold. <laughs> creepo vibes. It's just getting such creepo vibes. Yeah. Then he tells her it'll only hurt for a second. And we hear, and like, there are some parallels here to like trying to convince a girl to have sex for the first sure. time. Also, yeah. let's just throw yeah. that out there. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we hear Giles say, I bet you say that to all the girls. Boom. Then he, Boom. look who's daddy slayer tonight, Giles, up in this biznatch. <laughs> Justin grabs Dawn by the throat and Giles says, now you have a choice, son. We can do this the easy way or we can do this the hot. And he stops as a bright light suddenly shines on him, blinding him. And we see a bunch of cars parked all around them. Vampires get out of the cars and advance on Giles. Where and Justin says, from? what were my choices again? Is this the, just the makeout circle of all the vampires? This is just vamp gang, new vamp gang in town. What, they, they see a, a vamp signal go up in the air and they just all show up? What's I guess. Here? I don't know. They just show up. Or they're here, you know, because they, I thought know, they're that, all parking. they know it's a makeout spot. Yeah. That's what I thought because... Yeah, well, we'll get to it. We see another They're parking couple. and snarking. Parking and, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the vamp, vampy cap spots. M- moving right along. 
Back, uh, back on the same scene, Buffy and Spike arrive. Buffy yells at Dawn for parking with a vamp. They shout back and forth at each other until a ram- rando vamp says, uh, excuse me, can we fight now? And Buffy says, <laughs> hey, didn't anyone come here just to make out? And a guy and girl in the back who are not uh, vampires. We, we did. Yeah, raise their hands. <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, that's sweet. You run. And they do. <laughs> Scram. And then she turns to the rando vamp and says, you scream. And then she, Spike, and Giles launch into action, take out the vamps. Spike fights the rando vamp and he says, where's your malfunction, man? And Spike (laughs) says, it's Halloween, you nit. We take the night off. Those are the rules. And the other vamp says, me and mine don't follow no stinking rules. (laughs) We're rebels. He takes yeah. a swing at Spike, who blocks it, cool. headbutts him, then kicks him in the chest. And Spike yeah. says, no, I'm a rebel. You're an idiot. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Some badass Spike moves. Uh-huh. And then he shoots him with a crossbow. And then another vamp tackles him, and he, like, <laughs> accidentally sends a shot flying with a crossbow. Yeah. But that's okay. The other part was cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, Buffy fine. fights a vamp near a car ultimately beheading him by slamming his head in the door. Ouch. That was that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But it also reminded me of the time that I like closed my fingers in a car door. Ooh, that's the worst. Ugh, oh boy, I felt that one in my gut. Yeah. Also, Buffy does a backflip off the side of this Ford Taurus. Yeah. She like runs up the side and does backflip. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool moves. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> How cool would that be? Yeah, How cool would, would it be? I would definitely fall on I my would do back it all the time. and just everything would be broken. I'd do it all the time, just walking through the hallways, you know? Mm-hmm. As the end of the hallway comes, just keep on walking, do a little yeah. flip. Why not? Yeah. You know? Oh, sorry. Did, oh, I'm sorry. Did you I'm think just throwing I some, didn't go to class today or something? Throwing some pizzazz into my steps. Yeah. How about you? Did you think I don't have a career or a future? Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. Bam. Right? How you like that? And then I'd put my jacket down like around my elbows. You know how you wear it down like that? Yeah, of course. And then I'd lean. I'd lean, kick my feet out a little. Yep. And I'd just kind of put on my sunglasses, but put them down low on my nose. Mm Mm-hmm. Hand on the waist, you know? Just kind of look around. And I'd just say, any questions? (laughs) (laughs) Any questions? <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> everyone just keeps walking by. They're like, just don't pay attention to him. It just it's what he wants. He wants he's the attention. New, just, he does new, this all new, the time. Uh, dean of students. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he thinks he's so cool. Just just, just ignore him. Yeah. No, I know the backflip's kind of cool. It's impressive, but we can't we can't act like it is. Okay. Just keep walking. We'll just keep doing it. He'll be there all day. Just just, just go. <laughs> they turn a corner and somehow you're on that corner too. Hey, what's up? what's up? Don't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see this? Oh, this... what's this? Is the bathroom over here? <laughs> Backflip. <laughs> <laughs> then you're skateboarding. Do a quick ollie. Through the halls. No yeah. problem. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little kick flip here and there. A little yep. pop shove it. Wall ride. Yeah. Yeah. All of now, it. Now, if you wall ride direct, like vertically up the <laughs> brick walls and then do a backflip, like a handstand backflip. Yeah. And then kick the board out and just kind of, 
you know, hold it next yeah, to you. Yeah, of course. Of course, jack it down on the elbow still. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be the cool pinnacle guy. of cool. Yeah. <laughs> We are never going to get through this fucking episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So cool moves. Dawn walks away. Then Justin appears behind her and says, trick or treat. Dawn (laughs) screams and runs, but Justin grabs her by the back of her slash his jacket that she's wearing and pulls her to the ground. And then he lands on top of her, straddling her. And he says, give me something good to eat. It's kind of yeah. like uh, what the old man Cottonball said. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Daddy needs She's... a treat. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> no, Is that he what said... he said? <laughs> he says. Daddy loves a sweet treat. Daddy's making treats or something. Oh, okay. It's a little different then. <laughs> uh, yeah, daddy's got a treat. Come daddy's on inside, treat. kids. Got something special for him. <laughs> daddy's, daddy's got, got a, a treat. treat. <laughs> yeah so yeah. Dawn says I thought you really liked me and Justin says I do and you like me too Dawn says I do then he leans down to bite her Dawn looks up at the sky and yeah. suddenly he stops gasps and explodes dust. into dust I thought for sure he might get a bite off there no nope. yeah not even a lick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see a little pencil stake in Dawn's hand. Right. I she thought it was sneak the bolt. Staked him. I thought it was like the arrow. I don't I thought I think it's a pencil, but you could be right. I thought it was a little arrow that uh spike shot. Spike out. shot. Yeah. The one that he, he sent missed. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. Maybe. I kinda like that if yeah, let's go with yeah. that. All right, cool. Then we cut to Buffy's house. Xander and Anya are leaving, and Anya asks where they can order obscenely muscular male strippers for her bridal shower. What? I miss this. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> they come home, and they're like, oh, sorry. And she's like, it's okay. It gave me time to plan the wedding shower. Where can I order obscenely muscular male strippers? And Xander kind of looks at her, and she's like, just kidding. And then she's walking out, and she looks at Buffy, and she's like, well, talk. <laughs> uh, Spike heads out too. Willow apologizes for missing the fight and Tara kind of moves away from Willow to stand next to Buffy and says as long as Dawn's alright and then she says goodnight and goes upstairs Willow goes after her and Buffy kind of watches them is like uh-oh something's going on uh-oh. there Giles enters the room holding an ice pack to his face he tells Buffy that they can't ignore Dawn's behavior something needs to be done And Buffy says, you're right. I'm glad you're here to take care of it. Don't be too hard on her, okay? She goes upstairs, leaving a very surprised Giles looking after her because he's kind of like, you know, this isn't my job. He -hmm. goes into the dining room where Dawn is and says, we need to have a conversation. And Dawn says, this is the part where you tell me you're not angry, just disappointed. And Giles says, pretty much. He throws the ice pack on the table. That's kind of a badass move. It's kind of oh, scary yeah, badass you don't want move. That. Mm-hmm. And then he says, except for the bit about not being angry. And Dawn, Dawn looks scared. Yeah, as you should be. She's a little bit scared. Ripper's telling you what's what. Yeah. Getting the Upstairs, what for. Upstairs, 
Willow and Tara get ready for bed and Willow apologizes, but Tara tells her that it's not that easy. And we're going to do some more lines here. Okay. Yeah, so Willow jokes that she could reverse time and take it back, but Tara is not amused by this. And then Tara says, You know what? Can can we not do this now? I'm tired. She gets into bed and Willow says, Okay, let's just forget it ever happened. And she goes over to a side table, picks up a little herb um, with like a couple flowers on it and holds it in her hand and says, forget. And a flash of light moves across this herb, leaving it dead and wilted. She turns off the light, goes over to the bed, turns off another light and gets into bed. And Tara smiles and giggles. Ooh, and says, your feet are cold. <laughs> Better warm me up, says Willow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tara snuggles up to Willow, and then she says, This is how every day should always end and start, and all the stuff in the middle. She kisses Willow's cheek, and Willow says, So uh, you're not mad? About what? Silly goose. <laughs> <laughs> and Willow smiles to herself and closes her eyes. Oh, boy, blackout. Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I think Willow's cook in the books. She's creating false realities. She's messing, Sammy Joe, with the fabric of truth. Mmm. Messing mm-hmm. with the fabric of truth. Yes. Which is a very dangerous game to be playing. Yeah. Going down Dark Willow Road. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there's a caution like sign. And she is not heeding it. She is not heeding that sign. And it's big. And it's flashing. Yeah. Right. And she, yeah, she's just blowing right past it. She mm-hmm. don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. Very dangerous stuff. Yeah. So that's what I think. Okay. What do you got for trivia? <laughs> I got for trivia some things. Some things? When Willow and Tara are discussing Willow's increased use of magic, Willow uses a spell to mute everyone, Sakat, which Sakat. is- silence in arabic oh and when, look at that yeah and when tara unmutes everyone she says takalam which is talk in arabic in arabic hmm. kind of cool wow. huh kind of cool yeah spike's admonishment of the vampires for not taking off for halloween can be seen as a bit hypocritical in season two the Halloween episode that Spike was in, he attempted to kill Buffy during the chaos caused by Ethan Rain, but this also could be his reason for warning these vampires because he did not succeed. Okay. Dawn mentions her increasing kleptomania to Justin, including stealing lipsticks, which is also a callback to when Buffy said to Merrick, her former watcher, uh, in the flashback of Becoming Part 1, which is Season 2, Episode 21, that she meant to pay for that lipstick. So she basically was saying that she was kind of like saying that she stole lipstick. And now yeah. Dawn is saying she stole lipstick. Right. Mm-hmm. This episode means that now all three of the Summers women have had romantic encounters with vampires. Buffy oh, boy. with Angel, Joyce met Dracula for coffee, and now <laughs> Dawn 
had a liaison with Justin. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if Joyce's counts, but that's fine. Uh, I don't know. It's not like she was meeting him for dinner, I guess, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So... That's all I got for you. (laughs) Well, I think it's time to get into Lost. It's time to get lost. Yes, it is. This is Lost Season 5, Episode 6. This one is titled 316 or 316. It's number 316. 316. Yeah. Okay. The original air date is February 18th, 2009. This one's written by Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and directed by Stephen Williams. Your predictions. Okay. So I think Charlotte's dad is Widmore. Okay. I think Faraday's mother is connected to the Dharma Initiative. Mm-hmm. And I said that I think that she's going to make everyone perform a religious ceremony in order to get back to the island. Interesting. And we talked a little bit about, you know, singing Beatles songs. <laughs> sure did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Good predictions. So this episode starts on Jack's eye opening, shooting open. I was like, this again? Are we back at the beginning? Start at the very beginning. (laughs) That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, is this early Jack? Is this flashback, flashback? Flashback? Is this flashback, flapjack? But uh, he's laying there in the jungle panting, as Jack does. And he stands up in the jungle. And then I notice, oh, no, he looks kind of older. He looks older, Jack. Yeah. Um, And there's bamboo shoots surrounding him. He looks down at a at a piece of paper and then he hears some yelling off in the distance and it sounds like hurley and the piece of paper says i wish yeah right yep and then he chases the sounds through the jungle until he comes to a waterfall he's at the top of it with hurley swimming around down in this uh swimming hole and he's screaming for help and uh the water looks holding a guitar case he's holding the guitar case and the water looks murky and kind of gross i wrote charlie's guitar yeah i wonder if that's what it was yeah maybe but jack dives in and he swims over to struggling hurley who's wrestling with his guitar case and jack tells him he's okay and to relax but hurley's freaking out and jack drags hurley to a place in the pond where he can stand up and hurley says it happened Then they notice Kate slumped over on a rock close by. She's not looking good. So Jack goes over to check on her and she wakes up and asks if they're back. And Jack confirms, yeah, Seems like a rocky landing for Uh, Kate. Yeah, I know. Uh, She then asks, what happened? And we cut to a title card that says 46 hours earlier. So I I wrote here... Now they're going to take the rest of the season to talk about how they got back on the island. (laughs) Yeah. Eye roll face. (laughs) That would have been a long season, huh? It's already too long. Okay. Well, stuff happens in this episode, right? Mm. Yeah. Definitely more happens this episode than has been Less walking and talking. Definitely less walking and... Well, there's still a lot of walking and talking. (laughs) Not as much jungle walking and talking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's true. 
So uh, we cut to some candles being lit, and we're back in the church where we were at the end of the last episode with the mm-hmm. old lady, Eloise. And Ben says, this is all I could get on short notice. And Eloise says, guess it'll have to do for now. All right, let's get started. Chip, chip, cheerio. That's what she says. Pip, pip. Pip, pip. And then she heads to the door at the other end of the church, and they all head down a spiral staircase into a dingy basement. So, and, and at come... this point, Desmond hasn't said anything. I'm like, he's not going to be like, hey, you told me I had these crazy powers, and you sent me to the island. Yeah. What, What's all this about? What's going on? Yeah. I was kind of right. like, what? Does he not recognize her? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Maybe he's just cautiously observing, seeing mm. what's going on, playing yeah. his cards, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Don't but like they come it. to this metal Dharma door. It's very industrial. Church hatch. And he opens it with a wheel. You know? That's always cool when you got to mm. unscrew a wheel to open a door. Yeah. Love that. Always. Love me that. Inside the room behind it, they all enter this big elaborate room. There's a map on the ground or the big swinging pendulum thing in the middle of the room it's surrounded by a bunch of machines and tickers and whatnot whirring and beeping you know yeah and jack's like what is this place and eloise says the dharma initiative called it the lamppost this is how they found the island then boom lost lost title, title. <laughs> jack asked ben if he knew about this place and he's like no no, I did not. And Jack asks Eloise if he's telling the truth, and she answers, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> that was hilarious. This is like clearly. And Ben's just standing there like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's crazy. You don't know. What a creep. <laughs> Eloise you know what, says. You know what's lost, Pat? What's lost? The Sammy plot. Joe. Yeah, we lost the plot. We lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Says you. uh so eloise says all right i apologize i apologize if this is confusing but and then she turns to jack who's still staring at the photo there's like a photo on the wall she's like let's pay attention yes yeah definitely (laughs) definitely make sure you got jack's attention because if anyone's going to be confused it will be him Uh, yeah And she's like, the room we're standing in was constructed years ago over a unique pocket of electromagnetic energy. The energy connects to similar pockets all over the world. The people who built this room, however, were only interested in one. And then Sun says, the island. She says, yes, the island. Ten points to Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) They'd gathered proof that it existed. They knew it was out there somewhere, but they just couldn't find it. Then a very clever fellow built this pendulum on the theoretical notion that there sh- <laughs> that they should stop looking for where the island was supposed to be and start looking for where it was going to be. Mm. And the pendulum whooshes by. Who's the Jack very says, smart fellow, I wonder? I don't know. Jack says, what do you mean? where it was going to be oh jack <laughs> classic jack at least he like put it in an actual question this time that's true yes throwing a old question be? mark on the end of it yeah be <laughs> <laughs> to be <laughs> and then eloise says well this fellow presumed incorrectly as it turned out that this island was always moving why do you think you were never rescued 
Now while the movements of the island seem random, this man and his team created a series of equations which tell us with a high degree of probability where it is going to be at a certain point in time. Windows, as it were, that while open provide a route back. Unfortunately, these windows don't stay open for very long. Yours closes in 36 hours, and she hands a binder to Jack. And Desmond chimes in, finally, asking why or if they are all willingly going back to the island, and Sun says yes, and asks why he's there. And Desmond says, I came here to deliver a message. And then he turns to Eloise and he says, Daniel Faraday, your son sent me here. He wanted me to tell you that he and all the people on the island need your help. He said that only you could help them. He didn't say Jack. He didn't say son. He didn't say Ben. He said you. And Eloise says, she is helping. And Desmond starts to head out saying, his work is done here. And she tells him, you know, he's, you know, the island kind of needs him back too, you yeah, know? I think she's a, she says, the island isn't done with you. Right. And Desmond says, this woman cost me four years of my life. Four years that I'll never get back because you told me that I was supposed to go to the island. That it was my bloody purpose. And then he turns to Jack and he says, you listen to me, brother. And you listen carefully. <sighs> These people, they're just using us. They're playing some kind of game and we're just the pieces. Whatever she but tells what? you, you do. Ignore it. And then he turns to Eloise. He says, you say the island's not done with me. Well, I'm done with the island. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just ask why? I know. This is How do you this... know the island's not done with me? Why isn't the island done with me? <laughs> right? That say there's no I mean, time. I mean, Pat. Your window closes in 36 hours. Now, I, I suggest that you leave all questions till the end because time is pertinent. <laughs> that would be her answer. Mm. And then you'd start to ask again and Ben would chime up and say, did you not hear her? We need to move and we need to move now. And I'd be like, well, you hear me. This ass is getting nowhere near that island unless somebody (laughs) gives me an explanation. Yeah. And then I jump Uh. on the pendulum. (laughs) They're like, don't don't do that. That's screwing everything up. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. You're like, I came in like a wrecking ball. Asking questions all day long. Like, no, you're screwing it up. You're screwing up everything. <laughs> all I wanted was to know why. <laughs> you're like, I didn't see any signs all that says don't swing on the pendulum. Silence me. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, you're welcome. So Desmond leaves in a huff and he slams the door behind him. Eloise then goes to Jack and tells him about the binder, which contains a list of flights, and she tells him about specific flight 316 from Guam that flies directly over the specific area that they need to go through. And she says, if you want to return, you need to recreate as best as you can the circumstances that wait, brought you wait, there in the first wait, place. Wait. But yes. before she says that, she says that it's Ajira Airways. Right, Ajira. Which is the flight that Locke and gang came across when they shot that those people shot guns at them. Right, right on the beach. Yeah. They yeah. found the water bottle and it said Ajira. Ajira, right. Um and she says, That means as many of the same people as you are able to bring with you. And Jack says, And what if we can't get anyone else to come with us? What if we're it? 
And Eloise says, all I can tell you is the result would be unpredictable. And Jack's like, so that's it? We just get on that flight and we just hope that it works. That's all. Yeah. Well, also, says, if you're recreating conditions, uh, does his mom need to be in a coffin? Kate got to be on the lamb. Yeah. Right. What's going on? How right. how, 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 how serious are we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we need a dog? Because we can find right. a dog. No, That's I would not one. put a dog on that flight. Yeah, but we need a Vincent. Okay. And Eloise says, no, that's not all, Jack. At least not for you. Cut to Jack entering Eloise's swanky yet messy office. She shuffles <laughs> through papers and brings him a crinkled up el- envelope with Jack Shepard written on it. She's like, sorry, I stuffed this in my pants and I just found it the other day. Went through the wash <laughs> three times. She tells him it's John Locke's suicide note. And she tells him that Locke hung himself. And Jack asks, why? And Eloise says, he's yeah, going to like be a that. proxy or a substitute. She don't says, like that. you need to, as best as you can, recreate the conditions of the original flight, which is why you need to give John something of your father's. You have to get something that belonged to your father, and you need to give it to John. Okay, we this got it, stupid. lady. This you, is stupid. This is stupid. Okay, so Locke died to recreate the conditions yeah. of the flight, the original flight, but we don't uh-huh. have a dog. Kate's not on the lamb. Right. We don't have gin. We're missing all these other scientific. customers. Where, where's the pregnant lady? Yeah. Seems kind of willy nilly. Exactly. Formula. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's this is what this is why I get frustrated. Yeah, I know. It's not sound science. That's it's for sure. Not. It's not even. It's not even it's slightly nothing. sound science. Right. It's not yeah. even taste science. Not or even. Or smell science. N- yeah. It's nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. Exactly. It's, it's this is a nothing. It's just willy nilly. Willy nilly. This lady pulling letters out of her butt. Sounds like Eloise science is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so Jack gets very emotional and starts yelling at Eloise saying, This is all ridiculous. Huh? Eloise? See? More like Heloise. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you're trying she, to send me to hell. Right, obviously. But she stays in the pocket. She stays quiet and mysterious. And she says, that's why it's called Leap of Faith, Jack. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, that makes that makes sense now. I guess we'll do what you say, lady. Mm-hmm. Jack re-enters Stupid. the chapel and finds Ben at a pew. And Jack asks Ben who this pew, Eloise pew. woman is and why does she know all this and ben goes off talking about thomas the apostle i wrote very down lock of him this is so bad <laughs> this is so that's your note and then so also bad. when ben went over to the painting i said that painting looks like they're looking at jesus's nipple okay all right but i understand what they're doing a jipple what <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah this show is a jipple of time <laughs> it's a jipple <laughs> uh he ends he ends with we're all convinced sooner or later jack and then ben starts to walk off saying he needs to tie up a loose end to fulfill a promise to an old friend and he leaves jack with his thoughts and prayers because yep. it's a church don't like you know? this whole religion <laughs> angle you don't like this huh no nope. Cut to Jack at the bar in front of a drink. Hard day at the office. Yeah, well, he's certainly recreating the conditions of getting drunk before his flight. Yeah, there you go. 
His cell phone rings and he picks it up and says, he did what? And cut to Jack walking and talking with a guy at some facility. And Jack goes and talks to some guy named Ray. (laughs) And they walk and talk in the hallway. And this guy looks like, you know, I'm like, why? He doesn't seem like he's in like an old person home shape. You know, he seems kind of chipper. He seems with it. Seems with it. And Jack asks why he tried to take off. And Ray says, anywhere is better than here. They josh around, and then Jack calls him Granddad. What is this? He's like, oh, hey, Granddad. Okay, so this, he's got to have, why, why wouldn't he have this guy in the coffin? How is, how is yeah. Locke a <laughs> well, replacement for him. his dad? I mean, he's still alive. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel happy. I feel happy. <laughs> Granddad, do me a favor and just get in this box for a little bit. We're going on a flight. <laughs> Is that a coffin? Come on, nah, just, it's very comfortable. Just, just listen. Get, it's gonna be quit, better than flying first class, even. Quit being so Ray and just get in the coffin. All right. Why don't you Ray down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but he calls him Granddad like eight thousand times, and Ray then asks about Kate, and Jack <laughs> says she's not around anymore, and then he tells Granddad that he's going to be going away for a while. I just thought it's funny. He yeah. kept saying like, "Okay, Granddad." It's like nobody nobody says Granddad, all right? Well, actually, that I do do have to disagree. What? You've my, heard people say granddad? Yeah. I've heard my, I've heard all sorts of silly things. My meep meep, my pop pop, my mop mop. <laughs> I never heard meep granddad. My yeah, my uh, my so my younger brother, we have the same dad but different moms. And yeah. his actually it's even more complicated than that, but basically his grandfather is granddad. Okay. And that's what we all called him, granddad. So we're made to believe that this guy, Ray, is Christian Shepherd's dad? Yeah, I guess so. This doesn't, does not, it doesn't, it does, does not, not add up. Doesn't add does up. Does not compute. This doesn't guy seems nope. almost younger than Christian Shepherd. Yeah. Well, it's you know, maybe he's fox, just living, you know? maybe he's living his life better, you know? Like he's maybe. not just doing all the hard drugs and not just sleezing and around. Losing. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, surfing up on the California coast every day. Right. Yeah, he's got great skin. Living his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making sure he puts on sunscreen so he doesn't get, you know, cancer. Right. But Jack starts going through his granddad's luggage and finds Christian Shepherd's shoes. Which and they're Jack just asks, black shoes. How do you know? How do you know shoes. they're not your granddad's? So, I know those shoes. I know those black shoes. No, they're not like special in any way. It's just yeah. a fucking pair of black shoes. Also, every old guy's got the same loafers. It doesn't matter. Right. You know? So Jack asks if he's he like, can take but them. But he's like, oh, whose shoes are these? <gasps> shoes, like, shoes. He's like, oh, funny you mentioned those shoes. They're your pop pops. <laughs> okay, yeah. so this is the thing he's got to put on. So he's got to put. Got to put these shoes it's just, it's just, like it's, it, it couldn't be like a, oh, it's very sound uh, my dad's watch or pocket watch or special tie yeah. clip. No. No. It's shoes, generic right. shoes that everybody has. Sure. I bet he could have found like a like a dirty handkerchief and been like, "That'll work." Yeah, oh, Let's this is my dad's not rag. Yeah, this will work. Yep. Yeah, I found a Frito bag in his trash. It's got That'll my work. dad's effluvia on it. Is what? Effluvia body What's liquids. Yeah, that? that's disgusting. It's like <laughs> Vernix. <laughs> yeah, 
I think effluvia <laughs> sounds nicer. I don't know. It sounds, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we cut to Jack arriving home, hard day at the office, looking through cupboards for his vices and finds a bottle. Then he hears the doors and some footsteps. Jack goes to investigate, enters a dark bedroom. It's very mysterious, very horror. Yeah, he doesn't movie. take a knife with him. No, he just kind of doesn't turn creeps. on any lights. No, nothing. He just wants to. How did you he survive wants to discover this long? His darkness, and then he notices someone on his bed, and it's Kate and a daze. And she asks if he's still going back to the island. She's not she's... even in the bed. She's just laying on it like she got knocked out. Right. Or like she's yeah. drunk. Kind of, kind of spooky. Uh, and uh, she's like, she's gonna go with him, and and he starts to ask about Aaron, but she tells him to never ask about Aaron again. And he what? says, okay. And then Kate I feel like he should s- know what happened to Aaron. It's probably pertinent information, but, uh, <laughs> you know, this show has taught us But he's us like, one you thing. know what? Okay, we're not going to, I'm not going to ask about what happened to my nephew as long as we're going to do it right now. Everybody's just on, you know. Sounds like a good trade-off. We're in it to win it. You know, we're on a crazy ride. Yeah, and Kate plants some super passionate loving on Jack. What's Jack going to do, Sammy Joe? Yeah. No more He's not questions. Refuse. No more panting. No more uh Well, hard I think size. there's probably gonna be some panting. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, hard day at the office, if you know what I mean. Uh <laughs> cut to the morning after. Jack pours some coffee and Kate comes in to some nice OJ and coffee, and I'm like, what? No eggs, Jack? After all that? After yeah. All that, couldn't even you know, couldn't even make w- throw throw eggs no in a frying pan. Yeah. You, you don't get any jiffy jiffy. Jiffy Quick? What do they call that? What? <laughs> jiff, 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 Jiff Quick? What do they call it? <laughs> the, the pancake mix? What do they call that? Jiffy Quick. Quick, Quickie Jiff. Jiffy. What is it? You know what I I'm talking know. about. I do know, but I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a box. It's a box of powdered quick, whatnot. Quick mix. Pa- quick. Quick mix. <laughs> quick, 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 fluffy, fluffy Jiffy. Bisquick. Bisquick? No. Oh, there we go. Bisquick we is the biscuits. But there's also a Jiffy one. There's a Jiff. Jiffy. Jiff is the peanut butter. But there's Jiffy. It's Jiffy. J-I-F-F-Y. Jiffy pancake mix. Let's, let's, survey says. Jiffy buttermilk pancake and Boom. waffle mix. Nailed it. So there's Jiffy <laughs> and there's also Bisquick, all right? That's kind of. Yes. Jiffy Quick was kind of the mix between. Yes. Which is a great way to have extra fluffy pancakes mm-hmm. if you want to, you know. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Anyways. Because you can make it in a jiffy or you can make it bisquick. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's biscuits quick. Mm-hmm. Kate notices Christian's shoes and Jack tells a big long story about how he didn't get nice shoes for his dad. You know, he's like, he's just wearing these dumb tennis shoes. And I was like, ah, who cares? I don't, I don't have care. time. I don't even I don't have, have time. enough time to care about getting him shoes. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I just wanted to know about the shoes, which are generic shoes and not special in any way and shouldn't really raise a red flag, but they are. Turns out we have nothing left to talk about, Jackie, if we're just talking about boring black shoes (laughs) in the room. Yep. Well, you know, she did say, don't ask me about Aaron. Right. So (laughs) what what are they going to talk about? about? Random shoes in the room. (laughs) Yeah. Why that relationship (laughs) is scintillating. Why? (laughs) (laughs) The phone rings and Kate takes off. Jack picks up the phone 
It's been in she distress. She doesn't even eat her whatever he served. I don't think he served her anything other than OJ and coffee. It's oh, like, yeah. here you go, toots, Liquid hit the road. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep that figure for me. All right. Hit the oh, road, Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but we see Ben in distress. We see him all wet and bloody at a payphone, like yeah, on a dock or something. Yeah, busted up. And he says, listen, we don't have much time. I've been uh, you're dying? sidetracked, and I need you to pick up Locke's body and take it to the airport. The coffin is at Simon's Butcher Shop, corner of Grand and Hayes. And Jack says, why? What's happened to you? And Ben says, just do it, please. And Ben heads to the butcher shop. Ben or Jack? Jack. I think Jack heads to the butcher shop. I think that Ben was at, I think Ben clearly came from a butcher shop because he got butchered. Yeah, he got beat up. So. Mm -hmm. And Jill opens the door for Jack and she tells him that Ben Jack and Jill? Jack and Jill, look at this. Great movie, by the way. (laughs) Was it? Yeah. With Adam Sandler, and he plays him and his twin sister. Mm-hmm. What? I had never even heard of this movie. Yeah, and Al Pacino's in it, and he does a, a Dunkin' Donuts commercial for a Dunkachino, and it's him doing a dance number. Dunka, 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 Dunkachino. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, it's a great movie. Sure, I'll check take it your out. word for it. Check it out. Nah, I'll take your word for it. So, anyways, Jack walks into the meat locker and finds Locke's casket. Jack opens it up Sitting to look at Locke's corp. corpse. Uh, yeah, it really is a meat locker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jack, Jack changes Locke's shoes uh, to his dad's shoes. And Jack says, wherever you are, John, you must be laughing your ass off that I'm actually doing this because this, this is even crazier than you were. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of like that. <laughs> And he takes out John's suicide note from his pocket, puts it on Locke's chest, and he says, And here, you can have that back. I've already heard everything you had to say, John. You wanted me to go back? I'm going back. And then he says, Rest in peace. And he shuts the coffin. Jack, at the ticketing counter, and is being questioned about his deceased box that he's trying to ship with him. <laughs> his deceased box? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, the deceased that's in the box, you know? <laughs> and Jack answers all the questions, but notices Kate arriving from afar as he leaves the counter. And the man says, my condolences to him. And Jack thanks him, some rando, you know? Yeah. And then he, he says, he sorry runs, about your friend, brah. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. And then he chest bumps him. It's a cool moment. Yeah. And he runs into Sun, and Jack's kind of surprised and happy to see her. And she says, if there's even a chance that Jin is alive, I have to be on that plane. And Jack... Then sees, Forget about my child. No problem. Yeah, I know, right? It's like you kind of have some, you know, some things you should be tending to, like your yeah, child. like your child. Your miracle baby that mm-hmm. somehow survived this mysterious island. Yep. You got out scot-free, sun-free, and- uh, Steve free. Yeah. yeah, just be free. No, I said uh, Steve free because you said scot-free. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> uh, so Jack then sees Saeed from afar- and then we see Hurley with a guitar. But Saeed's like being escorted. Yeah. Well, he's he's got he's got his chick with him, doesn't he? Isn't that his girl? Is that? I don't know. Was it Nadia? No, it looked like he was being escorted by like a. Oh. Look, yeah. It I don't looked know. like. I don't Whatever know. it was didn't make my notes. 
So Okay, well, I feel like we should uh, <laughs> maybe look into that. You keep going, and I'll check it out. All right. We then see Hurley with a guitar, and he has, uh, he has to talk with the ticketing agent and make sure that she doesn't sell all his extra seats that he bought on the plane. And Jack then shows up, and yeah, they say- Yeah, which, by the way, I love. I love that, of course, Hurley is like, I don't want anybody to die, so let me buy yeah. all of the empty tickets so right. that nobody gets on this flight. That was yeah. awesome, and I love Hurley for that. Yeah, Hurley's the best. And they say, okay, let's do this. And then they board the plane, and Jack sees all his losty friends on the plane, and they're all nodding at each other like, yeah, we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And says, you made it to Kate. And she's sort of despondent. She's like, yeah, I made it. And they sit down, and before the plane door closes, Ben with a broken arm and a sling gets on board. Busted and- face. Yeah, and he's all busted up. And Hurley freaks out saying, wait, no, he can't get on here. But Jax cools his jets and he's like, ah, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. You know, it's going to be fine. Okay, hold on. We Here's what the transcript says. We see right. Saeed being brought through the airport accompanied by a woman. His hands are under a jacket, presumably handcuffed. The woman oh. shows her badge to a security guard. He opens a rope gate and lets them pass. Gotcha. All right. That makes sense. Um, so it's not his chick. Not <laughs> his <think>. chick. <laughs> uh, they then ready for takeoff and the flight attendant brings Jack Locke's suicide note again. He just can't get rid of this thing, you know? Yeah. Well, and he even says that he's like, I just keep trying to get rid of this. And Dave was like, you, you tried once, dude. Yeah. Just put it in the you trash. Just, you just put it once into his coffin. You didn't yeah. really try that hard. Yeah. Also just, just put it in the trash. All right. Just shred it. Also, just read it. Or just read it. One of the two. Just, just be done just with it. Just for once. For once. Just just do something, Jack. Just do something. Something, all right? So Jack asks what's going to happen to the other people on the plane, and Ben answers, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, he's Very looking deadpan. around. He's like looking around at everyone like, you're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. And Ben's like, who cares? I don't care. Ajira Airline 316 takes off and music swells as we cut to the reactions of all the passengers. And the seatbelt sign goes off and Jack joins Kate. And he comes to make some small talk and we're going to do some lines. Okay. Okay, you be Kate, I'll be Jack. He says, it's pretty crazy, huh? Which part? Hurley, Saeed being on the same plane how do they end up here they bought a ticket you don't think it means something that somehow we're all back together we're on the same plane jack doesn't make us together and then the man over the pa comes on and says Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Jira Air. This is your captain, Frank J. Lapidus. Frank Lapidus. And on behalf of the entire flight crew, welcome aboard. Currently, we're right on schedule flying at a very comfortable 30,000 feet, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the in-flight movie. <laughs> I, I wonder what the movie was. Probably Shrek. Probably. <laughs> um, so Jack Maybe shoots Shallow up. Hell. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he tells the flight attendant that he knows Frank Lapidus and wants her to tell him that he's on board. And then Frank comes out of the cockpit. And Jack's like, what are you doing here, Frank? And Lapidus says, well, I picked this gig up about eight months ago. 
I fly this route all the time. Sometimes I take the big birds into New Delhi. Is that Saeed? <laughs> New <laughs> Delhi. <laughs> well, he notices the you know the group in first class. Yeah. You know? And uh, he says, "Is that Saeed and Hurley? Wait a second. We're not going to Guam, are we? Music We're not sting. Going to Guam, are we? Cut to. <coughs> Bless you. That hurt my At throat. At night, when I just did that. Ben reads his book like a creep, and Jack asks how he can read, and Ben says, "Because my mother taught me." How can Jack. you read? My mother taught me. <laughs> <laughs> what I wrote, a creep. "Oh, Ben, you troll." you troll <laughs> and jack asks if ben knew that Locke killed himself which ben says no i didn't <laughs> you're not gonna right. ask what happened to ben his face is all busted up you're not gonna right. be like hey no ben questions. so what happened no questions oh nobody's Christ. asking questions everyone's just along for the ride Somebody sammy joe me. jack can't whips out the suicide note saying it's following him and jack yeah, says he feels he tried like to get rid of it one time he feels like John needs needs him to read it. Ben then asks if he's afraid that John Locke blames him for everything, then tells him it wasn't his fault. Then leaves to Just give Jack. It. He's like, I'm going to give you some privacy, Jack. I.e., I'm going to go read my book somewhere else so you don't pant all you over stop me. Stop asking me questions. That all right. Stupid. Like, how did I read? Yeah. I want to crash into another dimension in peace, please. <laughs> so Jack opens the letter and reads it, and it only says, Jack. I wish that you would have believed me, John. Man, oh, John Locke. <laughs> really sticking. What a suicide note. Out of yeah. all the things that you could have written, that's what you choose to write. One sentence. F I wish you, you would have believed in me. F Anyways, you, Jack here I am. Shepherd. Yeah. Here's my dead body. Then, turbulence, Sammy Joe. Have the plane fun starts. putting shoes on me, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope my feet weren't too cold and P. stinky. P.S. I'm a size 10 and a half. Size ten and a half wide, okay? <laughs> they flattened they flattened out when I was in the uh wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> uh the plane starts to shake, rattle, and roll, and flight nice. attendant comes out and tells everyone to fasten their seatbelt, then fling, fling, flash. She's just she's just th- being thrown all over the place. I'm like, lady, you put on your seatbelt. This happened to me once, Sammy Joe, when we were coming in for a landing during a snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I forget where I was coming back. I think it was uh, coming back from Alaska, but we were landing in Massachusetts, and it was snowing, and there was major turbulence, and uh, the flight attendant was like running up and down the aisles and like almost falling over, and she's like, everyone, buckle up, buckle up, buckle your seatbelts, and then we're in the fire, uh, whatever, the escape, oh, the escape no. door. Yeah, yeah. And she's door. like, make sure your feet are back, make sure, like she was very like concerned for us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it was very crazy. chaotic. I thought for sure we were going down. But and we landed. Everything was fine. At this point, had you seen Lost? Uh, no, this is pre-Lost. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, fling, fling, flash. White flash cut back to Jack in the jungle waking up. Repeat at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, Jack great. swims we to Hurley. all of this. Stop they wasting my Kate, time. Yada, yada. Burn some more screen time. Kate asks where the plane is, but nobody remembers crashing or nothing. And Kate no. wonders where Sun, Saeed, and Ben is. Then they hear an engine and music. Bet it's like Geronimo Jackson. It is Geronimo Jackson. Yes. Sammy Joe. <laughs> Blue Dharma van shows up in pristine condition, 
and a man in a jumpsuit comes out with a rifle. And Hurley says, Jin? And we cut to see Jin's face as he lowers his rifle. Boom! Lost title. Oh, God. Woo! <laughs> man, you got boom lost titled, Sammy Joe. Sure How did. you like that? Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like you're experiencing some lost fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I really am. Just. I will yeah. say... Let me give them uh-huh. some credit. At least it didn't okay. take a whole season for them to get back to the island. Right? They could have spent like about six episodes on this. <laughs> Definitely could have. Yeah. So I'm glad that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. You want some trivia? Yeah. So this is the first of only two episodes of the series to lack a secondary storyline. Hmm. So there's no secondary storyline on this. Interesting. It's just straight through. Just wow. There you go. This is what's happening. That's great. Finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This episode's title refers to the flight number of the plane that returns the Oceanic Six to the island. I don't know yep. if you caught that one, Sammy I Joe. I did catch it. Definitely. Sometimes it's hard to catch some of these titles. Yeah. You it's know? not though. Not here. No. This no. one. You, you crack this one, though. I cracked you crack it. the code on cracked this one. Cracked it right open. Okay. All right. This episode aired on February 18th in the United States. On this day, on a non-leap year, there are exactly 316 days left in the year, Sammy Joe. Holy crap. Yeah. Coinkydink, or was this planned? I bet it was planned. I bet it's Coinkydink. I bet it was planned. <laughs> okay. Uh, a photo of the island taken for the U.S. Army can be seen in their uh, secret lair there. Uh, it is labeled 92354. Oh, okay. Mm. So this is the army that went back, or well, yeah. that was on the island in that year when we saw, yeah, the bomb. Right. Yeah, possibly. The song Jin is listening to in the Dharma van is... Geronimo Jackson's yes. Dharma Lady is what it's oh. called. Oh, Dharma Lady. Referring to Eloise, I bet. Oh, you think so? Hmm. Uh, Saeed has shaven his beard sometime between leaving the marina in this place's death and boarding the plane in this episode. I feel like I did notice that. This is the first time in the series he has appeared with just stubble Hmm. sammy joe still looks great still can get it still can get it looks great uh according to jorge garcia's personal blog the scenes by the waterfall were filmed on november 4th 2008 which was the day of the presidential election oh I, i remember that day yeah yeah uh this episode is the first to feature the wilhelm scream Sammy Joe, do you know the Wilhelm scream? Yeah. What's it sound like? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's immigrant song from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I have no idea. I just I'm vaguely familiar like, with that phrase. So the Wilhelm scream is a stock sound effect used in various popular film and television shows. It can be heard a few seconds before the white flash occurs on the plane. It sounds kind of like this. Something like that. Jesus. I like mine yeah. better. 
<laughs> Yours is elegant. Um, Alois said that they need to repeat their last flight, which is why Jack needed to give John his shoes. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, along with Hurley taking a, a guitar just like Charlie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saeed being handcuffed and seated next to a marshal just like Kate. Mm-hmm. And Ben being late just like Hurley. Okay. And is why, Kate pregnant? Why wouldn't Hurley just be late? Like okay. he was. Why didn't they just find another busker and, yep. and put him on the plane? Yep. With a, yeah. Anyways, Jack and is, is Kate seated. pregnant? I don't know. Is she? I don't know. I don't know. It's, if, if so, then, you know, that would be crazy. Jack is seated on row eight on the plane. And Kate and Hurley are in row four. Of course, these numbers are both part of the lost number sequence. Mm-hmm. So it's 316, right? Yeah. Four, no. 8, 15, well, 16? 16 is, but 16 3 is, is not. 23 three is, not. is. But if you take 16 and you divide it by 3, you get 6. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> 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 I was trying to do some math to get. Yeah, it didn't. It doesn't work. Yeah, four. Wait, sixteen. Six. Wait, three. Sixteen is not divisible by three. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but you by by two, and you get eight. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then eight minus three is five. <laughs> and five minus one is four. Boom! Nailed it. Would have been better Done. off saying eight divided by two is four. That works too. There's many ways to skin this cat. Anyways, uh, so that's what I got Back for to trivia. One hundred one Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got for trivia for this episode, Sammy Joe. Okay. All right. What is your favorite moment of Buffy? Um, I think old man Cottonball. Yeah. That is 100% my favorite. Yeah. All his creep creep sneaks. Yeah. I love all that. Pop goes a weasel. I also like Giles. Treats. Giles being badass fighting. Yeah, that's good too. Mm-hmm. But I'm going, going with cotton balls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite moment of Lost? Lost? You know what? I'm going to go with the uh, the secret room down underneath the church. I think that's fun. I like the pendulum swinging. I like mm-hmm. the big map on the floor. I like the art direction of that room. I like it. Okay. Okay. So I'll go with that. What about you? So much oh, to choose from here for you. <laughs> Aggressively rubbing your head. Uh, why did we have to meet Jack's grandfather? You what? Mean granddad? What was the point? Ray? What was the point of this? I don't even. Shoes. I think my favorite moment is when Jack says, how can you read? And Ben says, my mother taught me. Because <laughs> that's the okay. only time I that laughed. That was a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> and had an had a emotion other than extreme fatigue. 
extreme fatigue. <laughs> You're like, do I have long COVID or just watching Lost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what episode wins? You first. This is a tough one, Sammy Joe. Yeah? I'll give it to Buffy this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I There was stuff that happened, but it just still is not... They're just making more questions, and it's frustrating. <clears throat> yeah. It kind of seems like they're not earning the moments anymore. They're no. like, we just need to pile in enough of these... Uh, enough of these music sting moments yeah you know it's 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 feeling a little too formulaic yeah yeah they gotta let it breathe like a fine wine you know they just gotta open it up they gotta aerate it a little bit they gotta gotta answer some questions right they gotta answer a few notes okay Mm oaky notes Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. pour a full new glass yeah okay yeah I like this wine analogy I went with. Sure, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I know about wine. (laughs) Smooth. Oaky smooth. Okay. Well, what do you Um, think is going to happen next on Buffy? um, On Buffy, I have no idea. We got a a single Buffy next week. I feel like something's going to happen. Giles still going to leave. We got no hints of that this, this week, but maybe next week something big happens. I don't know. Um, and yeah, Dawn's still around, still growing up. She, she, oh, here's one. Dawn will get a boyfriend. She'll find some nice boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, she might get mixed up with a couple, a couple weirdos first. Maybe, maybe one guy she thinks is cool, but you know, now that she's at dating age, you know, she'll find somebody eventually. Okay. Okay. So, so we're getting a, we're getting just a glimpse of what that might be. Okay. Mhm. So there you go. Do oh. you think we've met the big bad yet, of this this season? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, unless I I still think that the the trio, the nerd trio, are gonna do something to create a big bad. Okay. Unless Dark Willow is the big bad. And they have to rein her in. Wow. That's the only thing that's been hinted at. Okay. You don't think the trio themselves could be the big bad? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think No so. hesitation. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. No, that would be a long season. Okay. Yeah. What are you <laughs> predicting for Lost? What's going to happen? I think they're going to slowly eat away at my sanity. Already working. <laughs> no, I think um, I think that Ben's crazy fight thing, I think that he fought with Widmore or Widmore's people, like somehow Widmore was involved. Uh, and I think maybe Saeed was involved as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I think that it was Daniel Faraday um, that Eloise was talking about who figured out how to plot where and when the where and when the island would be. I think she's talking okay. about her son. Okay. All right. Seems like she's really dancing around that, huh? What do you mean? Well, Desmond mentions like 
your son sent me. <laughs> yeah. And, and then she's like, like huh, some what? brilliant mind, that blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like not really addressing it. She's like, mm, anyways, well, moving because, on to my next lesson. Because this this is the thing that Lost does, right? Is like they give you really stupid things to wonder about. Like, oh, this brilliant man made yeah. this equation that da, da, da. and and then you find out you know five episodes later that it was her son and it's like you could have just said my son figured it out daniel but they didn't because they want you hanging on and wondering well who's the one who figured out the equation yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like really yeah. that doesn't fucking matter <laughs> yeah it's not a thing mm-hmm. that we should be hanging on to figure out okay and that's what makes me, I think like, that's what's making me mad is just we're getting no, we're not getting any answers on things. So I've stopped caring about the new questions that they raise because I'm like, I don't, we're probably never going to get an answer on this. So I'm just not going to care. Yeah. Can't, you can't get me lost. Oh, they got you though. <laughs> Only Still because watch. we have this podcast. <laughs> that's right. You have to. <laughs> <sighs> yeah okay what media All do you right. have to recommend i am going to recommend a new show that we started this past week on hbo max mm-hmm. a little show called perry mason oh i've heard that's good yeah this stars matthew reese and a few other people that you've seen in other shows mm-hmm. um but yeah this show is hard-boiled noir nice hollywood in the 1930s yeah and it's shot spectacularly the acting and the writing is very good it's dark it's very dark and the first scene is very chilling um but if you stick with it it's great detective story stuff he's like a private detective and uh yeah matthew reese is fantastic and like i didn't really know him from anything really but he's uh he's really good and he's just a very natural actor and uh, i'm really enjoying it there's there's moments of levity and comedy but it's just hard-boiled detective noir it's good stuff are they hour-long episodes yeah Mm -hmm. cool yeah Yeah, i feel like i've heard other people say that it's really good I've heard nobody talk about this show which i'm surprised i'm like this is a really good show so far i mean i'm only two episodes in but I'm like, this is right up my alley. Like, nice. I like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of pumped for that. Very cool. Well, I'll tell yeah. you a show that's right up my alley. Oh, and boy. I think fairies you would like it. and witches. And, no, yeah. I think I think it would be up yours as well. So no <laughs> okay. fairies and witches. All right. Uh, it's called Shrinking. It's on Apple TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. created, produced, written by, and stars Jason Siegel, whom yeah. I love. Yeah. I'll watch everything he's in. Yeah, and I feel like he hasn't been around for a little while. Like, he hasn't been in much. Yeah, I think he's doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, But he's pretty prolific. Yeah. Um, he does writing, directing, and yeah. Yeah, he's... Loves he's Muppets. Just, yeah, he's super talented. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyway, yeah, so this this show is about... We, we had... um. I know like I had seen or like heard about it or something and then a friend recommended it to us because he knows how much we love Jason Siegel and he was like it's he was like it's kind of um, 
it's kind of like the same positive energy as um ted lasso as ted lasso yeah yeah so i was like okay well i mean i you already sold me with jason siegel so it's he is a therapist Mm -hmm. um and he is still trying to recover from the death of his wife Mm -hmm. um and he gets to this point where he just becomes really frustrated with his patients and it's just kind of like you know just kind of like you, you know what just do this just stop being <laughs> stop being crazy and just do you know like that kind of thing yeah. and and so he kind of goes like way out of bounds as a therapist but it's actually <laughs> working you yeah. know for a lot of his patients um mm-hmm. and and it's great because it also has um oh my god why can't i think of his name he was in star wars Mark Hamill? Not Mark Hamill. Adam Driver? No. No, the the old ones. <laughs> oh. He was Harrison Han Solo. Ford. Harrison Ford. Harrison Sammy Ford. Joe. I don't know why. Come I on. Think it was national Ford Treasure. Second. I don't think he's a National Treasure. Uh, I will yes. say now, you know cuz we've talked about this before, I feel like Harrison Ford is just the same in everything that he's in. Yes, which is blasphemy. He's phenomenal in this though i love Whoa, him we got a harrison ford fan finally i out of you. love him in this he's oh, good he i mean he's definitely still time. like cranky cranky man but I'm glad we we're able to redeem harrison ford before you know it yeah. was too late for you <laughs> so um i really like him in this and i highly recommend it i think that you will enjoy it i don't know if you have okay. apple tv but uh we did oh, yeah, we don't because... have it anymore well, Ted Lasso's coming back, so you can watch this too. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably sign up for like a couple months and binge binge Ted Lasso and that maybe. Yeah, I, I feel I think like there's a few other things. There's definitely a lot on Apple TV that I yeah. haven't really explored. Um, but they're yeah, up in their I, game lately. I really think that you'll like this. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, very fun. Great. Let's wrap up episode 101, yeah? All right. So that was episode 101. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places that you can find us. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And what else? You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And if we make you laugh, if we entertain you, support us, throw us a few bones on Buy Me a Coffee buymeacoffee.com slash kickstreampod send emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickstreampod.com and, and always, always remember remember that streaming that streaming is better, better with your dad's old shoes. man con balls <laughs> <laughs> nice and remember next week is Buffy only single Buffy single okay. Buffy only episode and we will see you then for episode 102 bye bye, bye.